Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to IndyCar Weekly. I am IndyStar Motorsports Insider Jim Aiello, and I am joined, as always, by IndyCar Racer Connor Daly. Hello. Who, I think (laughs) we just got back from Iowa, right? You just got back like a few minutes ago. We raced well into the morning on Sunday. Yes. It was a long day for everybody. Actually, we have a lot of great Twitter questions about how you handled that, how other drivers handled that. <laughs> I heard you had a little cookout with uh, James Hinchcliffe. That's great a, cookout. That sounded yeah. fun. Nice little night off. That's, yeah. Cookout, Lion King. <laughs> yeah, I heard chips. about the Lion King. Yeah. He was excited about that. Yeah, so we'll get into all that. Um, we got some fun stuff. Got You guys had a million good questions, so we're really excited about getting into all that. And I have a lot to say. Connor, <laughs> Connor walked into the Indy Star today and was just to like, say. I got things going on. And, yeah. Uh, Santino and him are having, like, I think, like live having a little like conversation back and forth right now. It's on a converse, it's a constructive conversation. Uh, yeah, that's what I'll call. It. I'll call it a conversation until we get into it. Uh, so Which, be... with some things that we need to clear up. Okay, just for the racing community He's because our it. fans don't know. We, they, we, they only see what's made into highlight videos. <laughs> so, so we will get into that, and Connor will explain to us what really happened on a couple of those uh, those restarts that. That Santino had that looked that looked really cool. Great stuff. And uh, yeah, Connor is going to pour some pour some water over that. <laughs> on that. And then uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll preview Mid Ohio a little bit. Uh, and yeah, and then we'll get into your guys' questions, and we'll spend a lot of time talking about that because you guys, like I said, send a million questions, which we really appreciate. Yes, can't wait to talk about it. So we'll start with Mid Ohio. Or oh god, start with <laughs> Iowa. Yeah, sorry, my brain's still fried. Um, yeah, hot, hot, very hot. And well, it, it was. You hot. guys wanted a night race. Everyone was complaining. Yeah, said we, we got a night race. race. We got yeah. a night. We got a midnight yeah. race. We got a morning race. It was really interesting. Uh, actually, I got to tell you, let's start here real fast though. Credit to the Iowa fans. Yes, who stuck it out because I actually thought there was a decent amount of people who were still there at four in the morning. Yeah, I mean it was, uh, it was super late. It was, I mean, it was I, ridiculous. I mean, we were I, we were sitting there. Honestly, I was on the pit wall and I. I was yawning. It was ten forty five and we still weren't like green yet or anything. And it was it was late and you know, you guys the only thing that was I think the saving grace is that it dropped twenty five degrees. It you was beautiful I mean? after it, the storm. It was it was a tremendous, perfect evening for racing. Um but it has to be like that all the time. Like we gotta start at eight thirty yeah. or something, you know what I mean? Like we we cannot I just don't think it does anyone any good to race at six. I mean, there's a lot of people that were super, super concerned about vision. Yep. I couldn't see anything in the practice um, Friday night. Yeah, the Friday night, right. Friday afternoon, excuse me. Uh, blind. Right. Totally blinded by the sun. Couldn't see the lines on the track. Couldn't see anything. That just, that doesn't bode well for racing. So, like, I don't, like, yes, it's science. We're, we can't make the sun go away, you know what I mean, until we just delay it. And I know there's TV windows and stuff like that, but. Yeah. Fitting into a TV window is way less important than drivers being able to see one another on the racetrack, and I, I think that's that's a super important thing that we got to consider moving forward. I think so too. I, it was funny. I talked to you right after that practice. I talked to Marcus Erickson. We had a big group text going around. Did you? It. Yeah. Well, I talked to Marcus, and I'm like, "You tested here," and he goes, "Yeah." 
it's not even as bad as that yet. He goes, but he's like, look where the sun is now. Because yeah. when you guys finish practice, he's like, this is we're going to be halfway through the race when the sun is where it is, and yes. we're not going to be able to see a damn thing. So yes. he was very concerned. Everyone seemed pretty concerned about it. But most of us in the group text had already agreed to give the cho- the, tr- the trophy to Joseph. Joseph was in the group text, and his response to our text, I said, hey, guys, um, I, I can't see anything. Am I on the same page? TK was like, yep. Uh, Alex was like, yep. Every, most, most people, Colton, um, Ed. And then Joseph was like, Penske's can see all. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, of course. I was like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and give you the trophy. And we're going to move on to Mid-Ohio. Well, sure enough, it worked. He worked out like, fine for him. Still won by a mile. He was in his own race. Um, but yeah, I, I really hope. Because that place in general looks cool under the lights, too. Like, it looks cool. The racing is cool. Yep. Um, you know, it's better for us. Uh, and, and, and yeah, I think, you know, hopefully we can get that a proper start time next year. I think that's the plan because, again, you guys did a lot of uh – and I also, I, you guys did a lot of making it public, I guess is the best way to say it. And a lot of people Hope were so. talking about it. Well, Tony, I mean, I asked Tony after the first la- after the first practice, the qualifying yeah. practice, essentially, and he goes, uh, "Something needs to happen with this track. Yeah, we need to. We can't come back here if it's going to be this bumpy. Even though, again, it's, guy, ho- it's really bad. Guy yeah, like Ed I mean, Carpenter said he kind of likes it. It gives a character. It's different. Yeah, I talked to Ed about it this morning, and I. And he was like, yeah, it was kind of fun, wasn't it? I was like, yeah, it was, but, like, I, I think it could be better. Like, I, I think there's so many times, like, I, I don't I don't know. I, I, just, I just think it depends on how it would have been if it was hot, but I know when it was hot, like, physically it was very difficult, even in the in, even in the cooler temperatures, but, yeah. you know, physically it's really challenging. Would we have raced better in the in the day? I don't think so, um, and it just, it's just a better spectacle at night too. So I don't know. I, I think, I think it was a good race, but the the bumpiness and the lack of quality of the pavement and like the the differences in it, it's just you know I, I'd like to see it certainly clear up a little bit okay, before so, we go back. There. So one question I had was that would that take away a Penske advantage if it, if it, if the track is smoothed out a little bit? Because Graham Rahal was saying after qualifying, he was saying that their their damper program yes. is so good, so so good that the bumpy the bumpiness actually kind of plays to them because they yeah. they handle it better than almost anybody else. Yeah, because that's where our cars at Carlin struggle the most is we were losing the most time over the bumps and and whenever we got some sort of a a a, a pavement change because the suspension is controlling that, right? Like you're, you're putting so much load in these cars right. and, and, and Penske knows that, right? And all three of those cars were, were beyond another level. I mean, they qualified one, two, three, yep. they were, they were making people look silly. Um, you know, obviously, you know, they didn't finish one, two, three, right? But that's because IndyCar racing is insane and crazy things happen. Oh, Will looked like he was going to have a party up until he, I don't know if you saw yeah. what happened on pit lane. Oh yeah. Cause it almost happened to me. Yeah. Too. Oh, over, you <laughs> yeah. almost overshot. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I hit those marbles and there was no steering at all. Okay. It was like, I was going straight into the, straight into the center of the grass, but I made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like obviously, you know, they didn't finish one, two, three. That's because racing is crazy. And yep. Hinch is always fast there. And yep. Dixon is a wizard. Dixon he he a, just basically shook his hands and magically appeared in second. It doesn't, okay. I don't know how that happens, I honestly. Even, I, 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 I passed Scott Dixon four times on Saturday night. And I, I was like, I feel bad for that guy. He's going to have a long night. And then I see him with a Firestone hat on and a podium. And I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and hand in my suit and give up because I cannot find that luck if I paid for it. Well, I didn't know what to like. I was gonna, like, I was going to write about it, and then I was like, I don't even know what to write. Like, I don't know, I don't know how he did it. Like, yeah. I, I mean, luck is. He would helpful. even admit it. Yeah. I mean, I, te- I text him about. it. I'm like, hey, Scott, I'm not going to lie. I saw, uh, I saw a lot of your car at a 45 degree angle sideways, <laughs> and I'm glad you didn't collect me in a spin. So thank you. That was great. I don't know how you do it. He was like. 
yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, good job. Like, again, you got more trophies than I did last night. And he's, so that's, that's it is what it is, you yeah, know? Yeah, he's... Uh, Mike he, Hall's a smart man. Those, say, guys are, those guys are legendary people. And yeah, but I still just, I mean, that's just pure luck. I mean, that's, that's just, <laughs> I mean, I, they got a lot of smart people out there, but that was, you know, a lot of motorsport is luck. And, and that, you know, that is, uh, you got to give him credit for hanging on to it. If he didn't hang on to it the whole race, then... You know, he wouldn't have been there to take advantage of the lucky situation. So, so to go to Joseph real quick, he wins by three seconds, which is, by the way, is a lot. At yeah, Iowa. I mean, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, at Dixon, Iowa. you know, Dixon as a as a barrier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, again, I think Joseph. If you guys who ever stayed up late and listened to Joseph's uh, press conference was saying, I don't know, like when, when Tim Sindrick radioed that Scott Dixon was two seconds behind him, he went, yeah. Scott. Where, yes. where the hell did he come from? So yeah, wild. I, uh, Hinch had a great race, like you said, but I want to get back to Joseph real fast. I mean. <laughs> Other than the fact that his damper program was incredible, and Penske's is too. I mean, he had the advantage going in. I mean, he was, he was, I don't know if you talked to him after qualifying, but Very he was upset, furious. I yeah. 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 I mean, because he thought he should have been on pole. Well, I heard his rev limiter into one. We, we heard that, and we thought, ooh, that might cost him, and I think it did, so. That was it. But yeah, we heard him hammer the limiter uh, into one on qualifying. We're like, ooh, that's probably, that's probably going to cost him. But he, he, I mean, Iowa is definitely a driver's track for sure. Okay. So, so it's, it's one of those, like Gateway. I think Gateway, that like, like I, I really, you know, I really enjoy Gateway as a driver because I think you can drive more around, um, you know, some of your car car issues. So, so yeah, I think Joseph definitely knows what he's doing around there. The guy's got a ton of trophies from there, and, yeah. And that, you know, some drivers just have their tracks that they they like it. They know what they need there, and they know you know the limits of of their car there. So that's 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 what happens, which is really cool. There, I mean, if you look at the results going in, it would have been pretty similar to I think what you would have expected. Newt, the, the Penske's did well. Hinch is always yeah. really good there, and Spencer did and well. And Spencer, exactly. The yeah. Ed Carpenter cars are really fast there, so that was kind of what you were expecting. And then, and then yeah. you had the Andretti cars have Struggling. had some struggles there the last yeah. couple of years, even though that's a track they used to dominate. Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, you see Alex, Alex in six and Veach in seven, so it's not a terrible, it's not like a wasted race for them or anything. Yeah, it's not I mean, what Zach, you're used to seeing. Zach had a great day, obviously. Um, you know, again, that's one of those things where they, you know, they they made good calls. They made you know good good situational um, calls as that team does. Um, but yeah, just wild to see. You know, a team like Andretti. Obviously, I think that is a track for sure. Where I think Ryan has always done well, right? And, yeah. And to have a you know to have a day like he had. I mean, that poor guy. I mean, heck, I was I was faster than him, which is you know wild, but. I, I, I it, it, you, you sort of wonder why is that happening? Yeah, but that's how close of that's how close this field is, right? Like if you if you make a setup change for the race where you think oh, it might work and it's a little bit of a gamble, yeah. and it goes wrong, you know, Ryan might have been slower only by two tenths of a second, right? Like he might have been he might have been per lap two tenths too slow, yeah. And that's all we're talking about here, you know what I mean? It's very very small margins. Like I like I talked to my dad afterwards, and he said. Connor, you might have needed just one tenth to finish like six places higher, and okay. I was like, "Yeah, you're probably right." I yeah. mean, if I could have done a tenth quicker every lap, you know, that would have been that would have been really good. Um, and you know, we obviously we obviously had our own issues. I mean, I think there were, you know, for us, I was super happy with the race. I mean, I've never finished a race here, so yeah, big um, big jump up. So we were we were super happy, but yeah, I mean, we you know should have beat Canon, should have beat Bourdais, probably should have beat Graham. Um, definitely Santino. Um, but, uh, Marcus, I think was really fast. Marcus, uh, he had a penalty. Um, but I think he was, he was very, very fast. I raced with Marcus for quite a bit of that race and those, yep. those Schmidt cars definitely. Yeah. They had something there. Yeah. They had a lot of pace and I think he got, you know, he definitely, you know, finished lower than, than he should have because of that penalty. But, um, 
yeah, we lost a, we lost a wheel nut on the last pit stop, which is a bit of a shame. Um, but yeah, these things happen, and Iowa's crazy. And I'm just, I honestly, I'm just super glad to get through it. That and, last, uh, yeah. yeah. How did the last restart go? I mean, we can get into this with Santino, but yeah. I, meant, I meant, no, I mean, for you in general, before we get to Santino part, because how did the last restart go for you? Because I thought I saw a comment for you after the race saying something about the last restart not quite going the way you'd hoped. No, I mean, I, it was it was good for oh, me, okay. really. I, like, okay. the, well, it was the last restart with the Santino thing, so yeah, that, okay. was, that was it. I mean, we, we lined up. It was, you know, power, me, and then I think, you know, Santino was right behind us, right? Yeah. And, and <laughs> we go... And my spotter was the first one to be like, well, well, there's a penalty for the car behind you. He's already like by two cars. And yeah. I was like, well, where'd that guy come from? And it, was, it wasn't even me that said anything. My spotter was like, uh, okay, car outside. Yep, he jumped to start. All right, uh, now you're clear. And then I like, I, I just sort of went on with business, passed Power, passed Hunter Ray, passed Ray Hall, passed actually Santino as well. We passed like four cars by turn three. Um and then for some reason, a Foyt car was obviously in the way, as usual. Um, sadly, you know. I well, it wasn't the, Tony. I'll tell you that. It wasn't because, Tony. Because Tony had yeah. a good day. Tony. Well, I might, it definitely wasn't Tony in that situation, for sure. No. Um, but Mateus, yeah, uh, chopped the absolute living face off of me. And if you um, haven't seen it, I one. There's it's a, on the internet. There was to say, there's an IndyCar replay of Santino's second restart, the, yeah. the one where he passed like six cars, and we'll get into that in a second. But yes. but you can actually definitely see that well, Connor getting chopped so, by that Foyt car. Yeah, you also it see is. the choppery there, which is fine. Yeah. Um, and and, and here's the thing, right? A lot of people were asking me on the internet, and honestly, most people who are probably questioning me are probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> And most people that are listening are probably, you know, a lot of people are supporters of mine, and I appreciate that. But hey, you did your job. You said, it, listen to IndyCar Weekly, and I'll explain it to you. The, yeah, the, the, the internet is for expressing my own personal opinion, right? Okay. And, and this is, racing can go many, many ways. And let me tell you, the officials are, they're humans. Yeah. They're humans like all of us. Are they going to penalize everything? Absolutely not. Have, has IndyCar been pretty light on penalties this year? Yes, yeah. for sure. Well, and to be <laughs> like, fair, Kyle pretty much super said light. he was going to be. Yeah, he and stay out of it. And we get that, right? But here's how restarts work: you're you're trying to guess better than the leader on when you're going to go. Okay, perfect. So you're going to try and get a little bit of a gap, hang back, try and start going, gather momentum before the other guy. There's a certain restart zone the leader can go whenever he wants. Right. And according to Santino on the internet, in the driver's briefing, once the leader goes, it's green. It's like, yes, that is absolutely true, right? When you're going, it's green. And, that, and that's totally cool. However, if you can, if you're already past two cars by the exit of turn four, <laughs> that's, uh, and, and we're in line, and I'm following Indy 500 champion, IndyCar champion, Will Power, uh, and I, I actually got a great restart on him. But we're already passed by the start-finish line. Yeah. It's like, all right, that's a little bit of a difference there. And you know what? Only in the highlight video do you see him just skyrocketing around us. What do you think we were doing? Yeah, just like we. This is this is a, like we didn't just we weren't just going slow. Like we were all in second gear there. Like we we're all in in low gears trying to accelerate. So yeah, there was no call. Are the officials going to see everything? Absolutely not. And honestly. I'm not surprised because, like, there's not a lot of penalties from P12 back. <laughs> like, no. We were, we were yeah. running, like, you know, 12th, 13th. Like, it's not like – I don't really honestly think they even care about what's going on there because they, they had a lot going on at the front. There was a lot of craziness going on up there. Um, and that's how racing works. So was it a jump start? 
Who knows? There was no penalty, obviously. But in in a book of actual starting, like probably a jump start. But guess what? I'm not an official. I don't care. I still passed all those guys, and it doesn't matter. So I'm just trying to say, from my opinion, and my spotter, who is who has watched a lot of racing, yeah. that you know sometimes that happens. And you know what? I don't. I don't care. Honestly, I don't. I don't like Santino's attitude towards everything. I mean, the guy is out there just doing some wild things, uh, and and I have to give him credit for a lot of it. Great stuff. Like Highline stuff is really cool. It looks awesome. And good for him, and I think that's great. And I and I'm not going to throw any shade at him, other than the fact that honestly, I just don't like I just don't like him. Okay. And that and that's that that is what it is. I mean, totally respect everything about what he's doing, and that's great. But like when you look at that situation, it does like it's it's not it's not even about whether there was a penalty or not. It's just about like they everyone made it look like it was super cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you know what, that's the that's the internet. That's how the internet yeah. works. Yeah. Certain things can look awesome on the internet. Not all of us get highlight videos, obviously, um, <laughs> which is, you know, which is just, again, the nature of the internet and sure. in our sport. Um, but yeah, Santino doing a great job. Uh, realistically, I'm just jealous of him because he's working with Michael Cannon and he's got a full season funded ride and he's got the money to go with it. So, you know, that's cool. And honestly, I just show up on random weekends and try and not, you know, die. So, um, so yeah, anyway. Well, he doesn't, I think see, that's he doesn't seem to like your team very much. He doesn't like the car. No, he's race. obviously flipped off both of our team cars before, which is you know super respectful. Um, and and yeah, I mean, there's there's no need for that. Uh, and to be fair, like I, I was side by side with him for the last five laps of the race, and I, I mean, no one ever saw it. Obviously, I don't think the TV even saw it. But literally, we were side by side for five laps, uh, and and it was it was wild. Like it was it was. I mean, I, I had not gone side by side with anyone the entire race like that. And, you know, we finished, he beat me by a 10th of a second, right? It was very, we were side by side across the line. Yep. Great stuff. Uh, don't know how he did it really, but you know, I'm surviving out there in a, in a, in a Carlin car. And, and I think we were, you know, we made a lot of progress as a team, yeah. but it was very hard to, you know, to get there. And here we are. Did, so, you, did he race you fair on those last five yeah, laps? Okay. Yeah, for sure. I think. Fairness for sure. I mean, that's that's totally fine. Okay. Um, I'm not on the restart. I'm talking about. Yeah. But no, I'm no, no. About- in the last five laps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally fair, and you got to respect that. Um, but he shouldn't have been there in the first place. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's that's the only, that that was the only problem I had with it because I was trying to catch the other guys that I was racing. Yes, I was racing him, but yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if if, if I. You know, if if cars hadn't, you know, if cars were even close, if the the we the reason it didn't actually look even more like a jump is because Will left a bit of a gap to the guys in front of him. So okay. like, okay. Will and I went, and like I got a good jump on Will, but Will didn't get the best restart, right? Okay. But if there were like a line of cars, he would have passed like seven cars by the time we got that got to turn one. Yeah, and then more people would have been like, oh, I think that was I think that was a little bit sketchy. <laughs> But since there was a gap and since, you know, yeah. it didn't look that crazy and, and there's a highlight video of it, then, you know what, all is well. Did you see the first start, the start on the race? I did, yeah, it was great. Same? Good I mean, for him. No, I mean, no, I mean, I think that was that was a fair start. Okay. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's the start of the race. It was good stuff. I mean, Marco did the same thing to me at the start of the race. He went, he went around like six rows of cars and it was crazy. I mean, 
that sadly for him, that was you know probably the highlight of the race. Yeah, but, it went all downhill from there. We'll, yeah. get, we'll get to that later. We got a question from uh, from a, a yeah. listener on that, but so we'll get to that. Yeah, but. so that's the beef with Santino. Okay, don't really, I don't care at all that people you know see it or how they judge it because honestly, the racing world, everything is so different from what you guys see on the TV and and what you think is is going to get called and what's not going to get called. What's the interpretation of the rules? it's the sport that is literally entirely different below the level of or, or above the level of what what people see so that's 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 all i can say i try to offer obviously some you know inside information i'm very honest because i don't care right. anymore yeah. i don't care at all uh i just show up and for we, five races and we a year maybe that. and and hopefully <laughs> drive around and you know we've Sitting twelfth in the oval points or something right now, not bad for, for something that's all. Over. No, someone tweeted the oval points as if that's still a championship the other day, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool. Well, I'm gonna pay attention to this if I do the rest of these." Well, to say you've been in all the ovals, so yeah, you we might finished tenth, eleventh, well and thirteenth. I was like, oh, "That's not bad. It's a good indication. Not a bad little run so far. That's true." So, okay, in the interest of you, and you mentioned this, but in the interest of Santino not being here and able to explain his side, what he did tweet at you is, "I didn't jump the restart, dude. If you listen to the driver briefing, they said once the leader goes flat, it's green. Just caught you taking a nap." Yikes. And you responded, I mean, you've pretty much said your piece on this. Yeah. 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 I will. I'm just, again, I just want to be fair to Santino. Of course. Hey, try, try to I, I tried to be fair to him too. I'm giving him <laughs> a lot of credit for you doing have, cool stuff. You have, you have. But I'm anxious to see, or eager to see you guys out on the track again um, together, which hopefully will be. Who knows? I don't know. As I say, are you, are you allowed to talk about no, your future I don't right even now? I know what's going on. Okay. Well, then we'll just not get into it because, hey, you didn't get in trouble, right, this week? I don't think so. Okay, good. I didn't see anything or hear anything. No. So I think you avoided getting yourself into any trouble. So that was good in terms of uh, what o- team Only trouble with Santino. That's it. Well, that's, I mean, that's, yeah. Have <laughs> yeah. You, have, I don't, have you I, talked to him much like off the track or way or no? Nope. No, you really don't know I don't, that way? I don't, I don't need to. I, okay. don't, I don't want to. Um, was, it the, was, it, was it the Silverstone stuff that, that, that kind of put you off or what? Uh, or was it when he got no, here? Uh, it was just, no, I, I, I think realistically it's, it's. Alex, I, I think it is the European thing, yes, because I, Alex and I both know how hard it is to go over there and fight for championships and win races, mm. which we did. Yep. Santino did not. And then the way it all finished just leaves a terrible reputation for America. Like, it's, okay. like Americans are already not respected over there at all. Yeah. Like, zero respect for Americans whatsoever. And the only problem I have with it is because we worked so hard to get a little bit of that respect back. Okay. And then it just gets totally erased. And and that's looking pretty deep into it, but it's true. No, but that's what, no, but, that, <laughs> but it's I mean, true. I think there's some, so, that's, there's, to get, to I get appreciate banned, that insight. Yeah. To get banned from racing in a continent is pretty terrible. You know what I mean? Like, it's not really true, but like essentially yeah. got kicked out of F2, you know what I mean? Which is like a wild scenario. So, so that's where this kind of came from. And then maybe for you. he's learned from that, which is great. Okay. Because I think a lot of people have found him quite nice, which yep. is great. I respect that. I've had no he's issues. working with a great team. Um, there's a lot of good dudes over there. And and the guy's done a great job. Yeah. Great job for sure. I mean, twelfth in points, the kids lead, you know, doing really well in the rookie of the year standing. So um, you know, those are the facts, obviously, which yeah. you, you which you can't ignore, but I'm also looking at facts <laughs> from what happened. So that's that's my own personal opinion, and you know what? We're all entitled to that. Because 100%. guess what? It's 2019. Everyone can think a certain way. Well, you got your own podcast, so this is what this yeah, is I got for. my own podcast. So this is <laughs> this is this where is, you, this this is, is my true, the, yeah. honest opinion. And if you don't like it, I don't care. 
because I don't have to. No, you and, don't. and you know what? I've been through enough of this crazy racing world to not have to care. You know what I mean? I used to care because it was all, you know, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? But I don't care anymore because you know what? I still show up and I'm getting the job done, I feel like, or trying to at least. Yeah. And having a great time doing it. So, so that's what we're going to keep doing. Do you find it like... I'm wondering, too. I mean, trying, like you said, you're trying to find, you know, I heard you on the TV broadcast the other day. You, yeah. You're, you're, you know, IndyCar's the full-time thing. It's your dream. It's what you want to do. It's what you're still chasing right now. Yes. Do you find that you have to button up to try to do that or not be honest? I don't think so. You don't think so? You can, no. you, you think you can be, uh, we, and again, don't get me wrong, we all yeah. appreciate this honest guy that <laughs> yeah. doesn't care and we like the honest opinions, but I'm curious, like, do you feel like that conflicts with you trying to do what you're doing? No, because. Okay, good. I, no, because I'm still getting employed this you're, year, right? You are. <laughs> and like. And so that's, you know, that's the thing. I, I, I don't think, um, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't think that affects anything because I haven't seen anyone get a ride because they say great things okay. or, or the, or the latter, right? I haven't seen anyone not get a ride. The only way people aren't getting rides is because they don't have enough money. money like right. that's literally, I cannot explain to you how black and white it is. Like people ask me, Connor, are you going to drive at mid Ohio? No. That's not my seat. That is Max Chilton's seat, and the thirty-one car is is needs money. It's like that. That's that's exactly what it is. And like, I don't. I still don't think people realize how much it is pure black and white. You have money or you don't, and and that's that's it. Or someone's willing to help out right. or you don't, and and that's and that's totally fine, right? Okay. The seat that I'm in is funded, and and there's a driver, Max, who obviously made a decision right. to step out of the ovals, which is totally cool. Very respectful. Very respectful of that. And I will absolutely happily fill in and try and work with the team as best I can, right? But I, I keep people keep asking me, even after these races go well, it's like it's still a business. Like yeah. that's it's it's still like that is what it is. And so I'm still gonna be me because no matter what, people are gonna look at like what I'm doing on the track, yeah. which right now I feel really good about. And that's all that matters if there is gonna be a seat that's, you know, funded. However, there is none. <laughs> but but we're gonna keep trying to do it. And all I do, people, like, the more and more people that I talk to about being a part of my program love the fact that, like, I have a great fan base. Like, our our IndyCar fans are awesome. Everyone's super supportive. I can't thank everyone enough that comes up to me at the track, like, saying they wish I had a full-time ride. I keep telling them, go shout at team owners all the time. (laughs) But, like, people love that. And, like, I wouldn't have the fan base that I would have if I didn't, like, enjoy talking to people or enjoy telling people about, like, the real side of racing. Yeah. And I would not have the fan base if I didn't, if I wasn't who I was. Do you think in the future, because I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, do you think <clears throat> teams will start to value that more as we're no. trying? No, you don't think so? Nope, not at all. Why? I mean, it's just... Because you have a, you have a bigger... this world works. <laughs> you have a bigger social following than most. I know, but, like... Doesn't matter. <laughs> you ask any of those team owners. I, I, I talk to them. I see how they. I see how it works. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. You, and and you know what? It shouldn't to an extent. You know what? It's it's all about the driving. No, but you, which it's, it's no, not. It's not all about the driving. It's about <laughs> which is definitely not. It's, it's about going to sponsor meetings yeah. and talking to these guys. And and I think that's something you're probably pretty good at. Yes. So I wonder why that doesn't align with the, yeah. the fan base and then being good at talking to people. But it's it just, it's just money. doesn't. Yeah. It's yeah. Because because being that guy like. Be, being a a good at talking guy yeah. gets you ambassador type programs, right? Like, I, which I am which a part are. of, right? Right. But like, there are still certain situations where you got to be the right place, the right time, and then you can combine them all. And obviously, 
if I happen to wrap that up all into one, that'll be awesome. Like then I can be an ambassador and a driver at the same time, hopefully with a really good team. Yeah. And then, then we go deliver results for them as well. But like right now, you know, I, I feel great about what's going on and there's a lot of momentum. There's a lot of good stuff happening. Uh, you know, still racing, um, still potentially racing more. Obviously there's always chances to do more races now. Yep. Um, but realistically, you know, still no one talks about me in the off season stuff, right? It's still not in the silly season talks because how can I be? You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. It doesn't matter if I go out and like finish top five every race in a team that has never done that. <laughs> but like, I, I mean, I'm still not talked about in the off season because it because people know that like there's not really any open seats. There's nothing. There's no open seats. You know what I mean? Nothing that's funded. funded so right, there aren't that many got, of those anyway. You gotta look at that. Like that's that's what I'm trying to do. So realistically, you know, my goal is to still become a you know become a thought into 2020 and then uh, and then go from there. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about a few other guys here. Yeah, I think I said Iowa. I, well, no, actually, I'm sorry. I wanted to go back. You guys did have a new damper program. This is the first time that Carl. <laughs> no, we did. didn't. No, it wasn't. We did not run the Penske dampers. You didn't run the Penske dampers nope, because they do not have enough. They did not have enough testing or experience with them on the ovals. On the ovals, so we had to run the older package. I yeah. see. Okay, so, I was going to say so yeah, how that everyone, went. everyone thought that that was we all be did. A thing. Yeah, it was not. So here's the real situation. Because well, honestly, Iowa is very difficult, right? And they, Carlin, I mean. To be fair to them, they they don't want to take a big gamble and have it go wrong, right? They yeah. want to know with they want to go with something that they, um, you know, that they knew, and I respected that. We talked about it, yeah. Um, but you know, I wanted to do it. I wanted to take a chance and be like, yo, let's just go with it and yeah. see what happens. But I think they, you know, they haven't been to the rig and tested it yet, okay. so I think they're going to try and do that, obviously, before they go to Pocono or Gateway, and then and then we'll see what happens. Okay, okay. So this was the old, so not new damper program. Okay, yeah. so this is what you ran at Texas with that. Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. Which we did improve on. The balance was better, um, but realistically, when we got into the race, we were just lacking mechanical grip, just okay. overall mechanical grip. So which you is, know, we got. A, I assume what you expect. Purely developed, yeah, yeah. Purely developed by the suspension package. So okay, but there's, I mean. Progress being made. Definitely progress, yeah. Good. Yeah, which, is, which is awesome because, honestly, I mean, I have never found a car that I could drive at Iowa. I have yet to find one. I mean, I my best finish there was 19th, yeah. and that was – I never even made it to halfway. And you had, so, you've done two different teams with that yeah, before, right? Coin and, Coin. And, um, Foyt. and Foyt. So so this was a – like, I felt like I was winning the race. Okay. <laughs> I was out there, and I was like, oh, we're passing people. This is great. I'm not falling off a cliff here. So. <laughs> All right, so how did, how did things go working with Sage for the first time? You know what? I, I mean, good. I think – uh, he was doing a great job. I mean, he's he's obviously quick there. He loves Iowa. He, he did pretty he's well. had a podium there. Yeah. Um, but you know the the race situation is obviously very different. Like when we went out to qualify, you know, he did a great job. I yeah. I was a little bit screwed going out first. I think. Um, I I ran lane two all day in practice, and then it was covered in oil. And I was like, well, never run the inside yet. So here was, we go. This is because the Arca was out there before. Yeah, Arca, okay. bunch of gypsies, honestly. <laughs> blowing engines and stuff like that all over the racing line so well, what Tony, well Tony said the same thing he said there was a bunch of yeah. oil dry out there which, which is a shame I think you know I'll be the track cleaner for everyone as usual um but uh you know we got a little bit held up there so he did a great job in qualifying yeah um 14th yep so and good. then um but but yeah I mean I think you know the race obviously is super different scenario it's it's long stints you know cars doing a lot of stuff and I mean I, I the guy hasn't been in a car in a while so it's it's tough to uh you know, it's tough to, it's tough to get back on that, you know, back on that level. And, you know, he obviously spun and, and saved it and, you know, did, you know, did the job there. Um, what do you think? Did you see the replay with him at Takuma? No. 
No. It was interesting. Like I don't I, I don't think it was on Sage. They put it on Sage. He penalized yeah, my, him. Yeah, my team was like, yeah, I don't I don't know why Sato hit the brakes essentially in the middle of the corner. So I didn't look like he was going to. I, I to me yeah. again, for me, the blind eye, I didn't understand why Sage got penalized for that. I kinda thought he yeah, got caught my, in the wrong place at the wrong time. My guys didn't understand that either, but I I haven't really seen it to be honest. So it's a shame. I kinda wanted to see what a full race from Sage would have looked yeah. like in that car. Because like I said, you had a you had a I mean, you had a potential top ten car there. Yes. And Sage yeah, looked I mean, like he was doing okay. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, we after, at the start, you know, we got him at the start. I could tell he was struggling a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you know, that race is so much about just hanging on and continue to hang on. And you know, once one thing goes wrong, like the spin, once you're down, it's hard to come back. Yeah. So, getting a lap down on that's this thing tough. Is, I mean, yeah. You look at this now too, by the way. I mean, I don't. Know. There were seven cars. Seven, exactly. Seven <laughs> cars on the lead, lead lap. lap. Yep. Yeah. And you were. You were one of, what, seven more cars? Eight more cars that finished on yeah, the lap down. Exactly. Everybody else was two or more. And yeah, so. so there was, you know, there was a lot going on. And, um, you know, I, I, the, I, I, think, I think he did a good job. I think, um, you know, there's a lot. Being out of IndyCar for that long yeah. is, is really challenging. Well, I think Toronto was, a, I mean, that was, <laughs> that was almost an unfair thing for him. I thought, go back yeah. to a street course Ooh, in like four races in four years. And yeah. yeah. So, that's tough, especially Toronto. So, oh yeah. One other guy I wanted to ask you about. I mean, unless there's somebody you want to bring up, but I thought I thought Tony Kanan and that team deserves a mention here. Yeah, yeah. I saw you write an article about them. Yeah, good for him. I mean, oh yeah. I, I was I was surprised that they actually were there still. Um, yeah, they felt. I mean, I think they usually their cars fall off quite a lot, but uh, but yeah, I mean, even Laced, who like qualified last and like looked like he was having a terrible day, and to be honest. Did block the crap out of me, which sucks. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I, I Tony Tony did a great job. I think Tony's won at Iowa before, so yeah, you know, he's he's obviously he obviously knows his way around there. Um, and I'm sure that was a nice little shot in the arm for the team. Well, that's what I, the one I was going to ask you was what he told me before was that him and his uh, engineer Cowden, um, you know, they've had a lot of success at Iowa before. And so what he said was they kind of just look back through old races and try to piece something together. I was wondering, like, and that's with different teams and you know all mm-hmm. kinds of different stuff. I was wondering how often that can work or that can happen because, like you said, Foyt's not really had a good car here the last few years. They had to pull. I think they pulled Mateus off the track last year. Yeah, um, they pulled, yeah, we we pulled off the track essentially. Well, I, I mean, I was talking to Larry before before the race. He's like, I really hope we don't have to do it again. Yeah, because he was a little worried about Mateus. Well, Mateus obviously huge step forward for them then. Yeah, because they they had two cars that finished the race. Yeah, so that's. I don't think they've done that in a long time. No. Well, so my question is though, how often does it work that you can look back at like ten years worth of old data from different cars and p- package something together? Was that luck? Does that happen a lot? How does that work? Uh, sometimes it's luck, yeah, yeah. But some. But I mean, again, you they are hiring a lot of people, right? So yeah. at some point, you hope that they're going to trip over something that'll work. Yeah. Um, and you know, I obviously can't say much about it because I, I just you know, <laughs> I, I've been there. But, well, I know I can, um, I can never tell if you're like because you always say the right thing, but I can't never tell if you're actually cheering for them to do well or part of you is just like um, oh, I'm done with these guys. Well, after, I know you like some. After of them what Mateo, I mean, I like Tony a lot. Tony's a good guy, and uh, he still owes me a helmet. Um, <laughs> what, but what, uh, what, what happened? Helmet trade. Obviously, we're we're trading helmets. I've been saving him a helmet for years. He said two years ago he's going to have a helmet for me. I never got it. Okay. So reminded. But yeah, but Mateus, you know, he was kind of in the way, which was a shame there at the end. Um, and and you know what. It, good for those guys okay. to have a nice day, but I, you know, there, there's so much going on in that team, and there's so many people that they've added that I don't even know what it's like anymore. It's a lot you different. I mean, okay. it's it's a lot different. So okay, good for uh, them. Oh, another guy I thought we should address uh, moving back, moving further <clears throat> up the the standings is, is Spencer because I think yeah. that those guys come into 
a race weekend. I think especially Spencer comes yeah. in. There's a lot of pressure on this one. And I, sure. I, I wrote about this before because Hildebrand finished on podium on that car. Newgarden yeah. won in that car and finished on a podium at a separate time. And, yeah. and then he finished on podium last year and finished second. So coming in, especially I don't think Spencer's had quite the year he was hoping for. There was a no. lot. There were a lot of, I think there was a lot of pressure to finish well here, and he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he stopped early at that first yellow, which I wish I did too, but um, he made that strategy work. He was the first of the six stop cars to to get, to get there. So, um, so yeah, that, that was really good by those guys. Ed was having a great race too, honestly. Yeah. Ed, Ed was on fire. They were um, racking up cars. I, I spoke to him this morning. Yeah, I mean, he was you know he was pretty happy with it. But uh, but again, you are always on the edge at Iowa. So like, there's one moment he's like, man, I just lost some air, and boom, that's it. That's you know, it. That's, yeah. You know, there are many mom- more moments in Iowa where I was like, you know, arms and elbows sideways than I've ever been on an oval in my life. And somehow we, you know, we kept it, you know, kept underneath us. But, you know, that track can bite you really easily. So I can so see I, yeah. elbows now. Are those fresh from oh, the from the yeah. race? Yeah. You got yeah. some nice scabs there. Elbows quite scabby. Yeah. And yeah. bloody. Because <laughs> it's still, it's so physically hard, man. Yeah. Like Iowa is, I mean, when you get out there on new tires, full tank of fuel, and you're trying to push, it's, it's, and save the car at the same time, it is really, really hard. And people, People will have no idea because only 22 of us can attest to, yeah. you know, what that actually feels like. Well, I was going to imagine, I mean, it being super late, and again, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I bet the, there was five caution periods, or yeah. four, four cautions, I guess the first one shouldn't really count. Four they were well-timed. So, so that probably helped you guys a lot, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, they were well-timed. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I always wondered, too, if it was like not a coincidence that they were spread out because once you get going for a long time, that, that can be start to be exhausting and maybe mistakes yeah, are made. It's, yeah, it's definitely tough, and, and um, you know, I'm just glad the race is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can say. All right, let's move on to uh, let's talk about Mid Ohio a little bit. Um, we got uh, oh yeah, we had an announcement this morning. I'm sure you saw because yep. it's your team. RC Enerson will be in the car in the 31 car for uh, for Carlin Racing. So how well do you know RC and what are you kind of expecting from from him there? Um, well, you know RC's always has been hanging around Carlin for you know since he tested with them right in the preseason. He's a coda, um, yeah, right. You know he had a sponsor, then they, then he didn't. Um, so you know I think RC did a great job when we were teammates back in the day. So. I, I think he was good at Mid Ohio as well, so that that was a, a well timed race for him. Um, you know that seat uh, that seat needs you know needs funding, and and they were able to come up with that, which is great, and you know good for them. I mean, I I, I mean, I think I think it's going to be great. He's been hanging around. He's been trying to you know be there. So yeah, I'm sure they'll go for it and see what happens. This guy hasn't been around in a little while though in an IndyCar, so it's going to take. I'm assuming a little bit more. Adju- no easy task. Adjustment. It is yes. no easy task. Well, what's Mid Ohio like for a guy who hasn't been there in an Indy car in, in a few? I have to look back. Mid Ohio is one of the physically, physically one of the most difficult tracks on the schedule as well. Um, okay, and it's, it'll probably be hot. You know, Midwest summer. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and not a lot of yellows there. Not a lot of yellows in the past. So it's it's uh, it's going to be a challenge for him for sure. But uh, you know, it doesn't matter. You when you get the call when you when you when you figure out you know how to put yourself in an Indy car. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you haven't raced in ten years, <laughs> you still gotta you still gotta go out and do it. So last time I'll give you guys some stats. He's raced three races career in IndyCar. Uh one was at Mid Ohio. Yes, very, very teammates f- with me. Very first race, the yep. Dale Coin. Do you remember how he finished? Uh yeah, I believe he had an issue. He finished behind us or somewhere. Nineteenth. Well, I, I, I finished sixth or yeah, I finished sixth. I have race. your stats here. I was gonna quiz yeah. you on your Mid Ohio <laughs> yeah. stuff in a minute here. But uh because I I've I, actually had good races. You Ohio. have. I wanted to test <laughs> I wanted to test your memory here. Yeah. But, oh so yeah, so just to finish up RC, Watkins Glen, he finished ninth. Good race, good result there. Yeah, he had a good one at Mid Ohio. Sonoma, uh nineteenth as well. So three races for I RC. should have been on the podium in that race at in Mid Ohio. Or no, what at Watkins Glen. Oh. Where did you finish that race? Fourth. Oh, that's pretty good. We ran out of fuel on the last corner. Uh, and Elio got me. 
so yeah. mad. It would have been my second podium. I was really angry. You started 17th, too. You did some work in that race. Yeah, yeah. We had a good one. <laughs> it was annoying. Glory days. I'll All never right. forget Michael Cannon comes on the radio halfway through the last lap. Uh, you're out of fuel. Uh, map eight, quick. Map eight, cut and coast. And I was like, no, I'm still going. We're fine. And I had no idea what position we were in. I thought we were like sixth, seventh, whatever. And then I come across the finish line. The engine's still running, so I think there was still fuel enough for me to gas it. But yeah. Elio, Elio had passed me like literally on the straightaway, and I was like, we had enough fuel. Like, What are you talking about? Like, We just lost the podium. Are you kidding me? And... Turns out we stopped the car at the bottom of the hill because it was out of fuel. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. You were, yeah, you finished ahead of Seb, Charlie Kimball, Simon Pagano, Rossi in that race. Yeah. RC finished, uh, yeah. Yeah. So RC, yeah. I think RC is definitely, you know, he's he's had a couple good runs, so okay. it'll be good for him. All right, let's get your, you've been, you've been on your game in terms of predicting who's going to be good at certain Ooh, weekends. Yes, I have. I'm so, currently leading the fantasy IndyCar. Are you? Yeah. Wow, you are killing <laughs> it. Leading then. the fantasy your IndyCar friend, championship. Your gambling uh, prone friends must be very happy with They're you right stoked, now. yeah. Okay, yeah. well, give us give us some, I don't have to give gambling, even though I was talking to people, September 1st, officially gambling in Indiana, sports gambling, so we can talk about it without having to like, you know, Woo! cover it up, worry about it, any of that stuff. Hey! I don't think I don't think you'll be allowed to bet on yourself still though. Nope, that's fine. Don't care. Okay. Um, what do you got? So Mid Ohio, you know, honestly, uh, Alex Rossi is going to win um, by a mile. By and, a mile. By a mile. It's going to be another Road America. Mile, another Road America. Yep, he's going to win. Um, I think Joseph Newgarden is going to finish on the podium. Okay. Uh, with Simon Pagano. Wow, you did the full three? Yeah. <laughs> you never go that far. So I think we're going to have a two Penske and one Andretti podium uh, somewhere around there. Dixon's going to find his way to the top five, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what I got for you guys there. That's really good. Okay, I will tell you this. Uh, yeah. You pretty much picked last year's results. I know. Rossi I know. won. Well, I'm smart. Power, <laughs> New, Power <laughs> Newgarden 3-4, Dixon 5th. Yeah, I don't know about Power. Power's had an interesting run of events. Yeah, uh, the he's... Poor guys, He's on a bit of a run there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I talk. I, we're obviously on the same flight. I talked to him for quite a little bit. What's what's um, well? I mean, what can you tell us about? I don't, obviously, you don't want to share secrets of Will, but no. like, is he doing okay? Because I feel like I some of these things can kind of snowball a little bit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the guy was having a great race here. He gets a penalty, right? Yeah. And honestly, I did the exact same thing he did. Like, but I guess I just stayed within, <laughs> just stayed within the boundary. Because yeah. when you get onto the pit, the the slowdown lane yeah. to come into the pits, when you got into the marbles there. It was like your front tires flew away, and they and you were going straight off into the middle of the grass. Like I mean, I was like full lock left, not turning, not turning, not turning. I was like, oh, I'm gonna miss pit lane, <laughs> and you can't do anything because all you can do is just keep turning left hope and hope turns. that you yeah. and hope that it turns. And so I know how that felt. Like I, you know, you're trying to haul butt into the pit lane here, and and you miss it by half a foot, and you're like. Whoa! So so I, I get it. Like I almost did the same thing. My team was like, oh, he's not going to make it because they could see me coming in. And I was like, <laughs> I was going straight for the yellow barrels and I just made it in. Um, so like, you know, those things happen. And and I think he's just honestly on a run of bad luck. I mean, I think there's no doubt the guy's still flying. Um, and, and, and yeah, it's just it's just a matter of, hey, we got to, you know, he's once I think once he gets another win, he'll get back onto the, you know, get back onto the horse a little bit. And, yeah. And then, you know, go from there. You didn't accuse him of shenanigans in Toronto? No, no. <laughs> Wait, shenanigans. Oh, no. We talked about that, though. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I talked to you. I was like, man, that's tough. And, and at the start, the start accident as well. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, honestly, man, like, I totally get that because you haven't started that far back in so long. And. Let me tell you, I I have started that far back quite yep. a lot, and like the stack up into that corner is huge. And he's like, 
honestly, man, yeah, I, I could not believe how early everyone was breaking. And I was like, yeah. So, like, imagine, like, starting at the front your entire life, yeah, right? And then you're in a t- – starting in the middle or the back is a totally different environment. So, I, I, I get that. And he was like – he was just so – he was so upset about it for sure. So, there was, you know – it is what it is. I think. I think that's that's just racing. It's a hard sport, and we're seeing it right on display right now. Willpower. So you've been on you've been on flights to and from Iowa, right? With willpower, because I saw him. I think he was filming you. On yeah. The, on the on, did you, did you know Iowa. he was behind you? He was filming you. Oh yeah, I knew he was on my flight. Oh okay. Because yeah. I didn't. I saw that video. It looked like you caught you off guard a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, I had my headphones in, and he was <laughs> he was calling my name. I guess. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, he's a funny guy. He I, is a funny guy. Very very humorous. I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, of willpower and 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 the. The dogs and all the things that he does—it's it's all very very good time. Yeah. Um. So why are you? So you okay? I'm sorry. You had Rossi running away, going nuts. Yeah. And to be clear to everybody here, last year Alexander Rossi qualified first, led 66 laps, and won the race. So you're expecting something mm-hmm. similar. I think so. I think. Uh. Yes. That that is what I think. Yeah. I I just think that's that's a Rossi type track. Um. And he is in championship form. I think. I think honestly, what he did at Iowa to struggle through there and still finish six was really good. Did you know he? I mean, he sounded like he knew it was going to be a struggle. Yeah, all yeah, week. and and that's sometimes you know that, right? Um, but yeah, I think that's a, there's still a good points day for him to be able to come out of there. Um, you know, not too far behind Joseph. However, you know, he's going to really have to hope that Joseph starts struggling here soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, but it's hard to get a Penske car to struggle, so so we'll see. He is currently 29 points back, so yeah. I mean, far from out of it by any means. Yeah, but Alex definitely has to win this weekend. I think he knows it. Um, so we'll see. But in Mid Ohio is interesting. That start is crazy. There's a lot of you know a lot of potential for disaster there. Um, and you got a lot of guys who are hungry to try and you know finish the season pretty strong. You want me to guess how many cautions there were last year at that race? I don't know. I, don't, I was in it, so two. I don't know. None. None. Zero. Yeah, so. zero. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, and we talked. Was about I the, in that one last year? You were. I think I was. Yeah. I, well, it's all right. Here we go. We're gonna quiz you. Let's go back. Yeah. Working, working backward. What team were you we on? We didn't make. We didn't make the right strategy call last year. What team were you on last Harding. year? Okay. Where'd yeah. you Where'd you start? Uh, sixteenth, fourteenth, fourteenth. Better than okay. you thought. Yeah, yeah. And where did you finish? 12th last or, year yeah 22nd you remembering much or, yeah. i finished 22nd last year yeah oh we yeah we had a uh, something broke at the end it doesn't yeah. i don't have your it says no running, no, no you're but, right no no no. So, something we ran out of fuel did you yeah we ran out of fuel with one to go oh my gosh i totally remember that now. yeah <laughs> we yeah we, we ran out of fuel so what were you running before you finished 22nd i have no idea but okay. we were i think it was definitely i was fighting with ed jones um okay so where did ed he, jones he finish 15th so yeah, so right I was like there. probably like 14th. Okay. I was trying to defend from him and save fuel, and we ran out of fuel. Okay. Yeah, we that was a big, bit of a mistake there. <laughs> That's all right. These <laughs> you, things happen. You finished behind. Early uh, days of Harding. I, Early wow, days name of I haven't heard in a while. Renee, Renee Binder at Hunkers yeah. finished 21st. Yeah, okay. well, I was in the pits, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you I got. had no fuel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, year before, 2017. Uh, I finished 10th. Who, who were you racing with? Foyt, obviously. Okay, started uh 12th 11th 11th and finished 10th yeah nailed yeah. it yeah there you go what happened in that race do you remember uh just drove around all day <laughs> i don't think i was just prob- drove around all day there was probably not at uh I, I, there's not been a lot of cautions yeah, no at, exactly at, there's there's not a lot of cautions one we, caution we just, yeah, yeah we just drove around all day do you remember who won that race just out of curiosity i'm gonna try, mm, keep testing your memory 2017? in 2017 yeah uh was it year. joseph yeah yeah man you, yeah. you okay I, there, like, I know my indy car all right and 2016 last one you started 2016 this, started I don't know, not great. Last, 22nd. Yeah. 
Started last, finished sixth. Finished sixth yeah. in, in a... Uh, led a lot of laps in that race. Do you know... Okay, I should... Led you. 21 laps or something, or led 16, 21 laps, something like that. 22? Yeah. 22 laps. It says yeah. you made $53,000 in this race. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what website is that? This is Fantasy it, fiction? It's, it's racing reference. I don't know why they put yeah. the money I don't know why they put the money That's up That's actually there. false. No one has ever made that much money in IndyCar. I don't... I don't in like, one race. I give racing Robin reference. Miller even tweeted... Or he puts in his article that Will Power made 35... Or um, Joseph Newgarden made $35,000 for winning that in yeah. Iowa. Yeah. $35,000 is not the prize money. It's $30,000. Oh, God. <laughs> Less than like that? it's thirty grand to win an IndyCar race. Oh, sure does, so like, does he even keep it? How much does he get? You get drivers get fifty percent maximum. Okay, yeah, so and he, like, that's probably what Joseph gets. After taxes, you'll make just over ten grand. <laughs> so yeah, that's funny. Yeah, Mid Ohio has always been pretty good for me. I've, I've qualified well there, I guess, and I, I like that track. It's yeah. fun, very challenging, fun place though. High speed corners. Um, Do you remember who your sponsor was in twenty sixteen? Just I just like well, yeah, it was Jonathan Birds. It was the David Bird machine. Okay, and then do you remember who your Harding sponsor was last year? Oh yeah, we had I had two guys. Uh, well, I mean, obviously it was Harding, but it was we well, had they have a they have a sponsor in here. Yeah, they, um, I don't know if it was Random Vandals Racing, uh, which was like longtime supporters of mine, and then V Brick. Okay, this says Valvoline. Valvoline was on the car. Yeah. That okay. Was like, okay. That was that was Harding sponsor. Okay. Okay. But I had two guys helping me pay for it. That were like we had two two small sponsors because Harding needed Harding needed. Harding basically was bleeding cash and yeah. they needed something. And I was like, well, I got two guys who would help out here. So we chipped in a little bit there, which was nice. You've done, I mean, you're looking at three starts, 99% of laps completed, 22 laps led, average start of 15.7, average finish of 12.7. I'll take it. That's yeah, sure. We'll take that. That's a good, uh, that's a good little yeah. resume at Mid-Ohio. Yeah. But not going to be there this 22nd week. 22nd place, though. That brought it down, the average finish down. That was a shame. Well, if you had, like I said, if you had finished 15, yeah, you did. It says two laps down. Yeah. yeah you didn't finish the last yeah. two laps. So, and that, you would have had 100%. If you had done it. I know. That's a shame. Living in the past. I'm That's sorry. all right. All right, here we go. We're moving on to some Twitter questions because yeah, yeah. we've been going for 50 minutes already. 50 minutes? That's not bad. No, but we'll, we'll, we have four pages of Twitter questions. So okay, gonna, that's we got good. Some, we got some time. I like that. I like starting, I'm starting off with a, a, a guy, F1-aholic. I like starting off with F1 fans. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, this is a pretty open-ended question, so I wanted to that's good. get you some time. How did you handle the long delay? How did you handle the long How delay? How did you do it? I walked around the paddock talking to That's people. That's all you did? I just okay. walked around. I got rained on. How about that rain, though? Huh? It was wild. It was crazy. No, I, I have never seen rain like that before in my life. Like, it was coming down sideways in sheets. It looked like a hurricane. I spent some time talking to Ed. I spent some time talking yeah. to uh, some Andretti folks. I was watching everybody scramble to try to get hotel rooms that night. <laughs> crazy. That was, uh, it was, it was, it was interesting. It was an interesting day. So, what did you do? I heard you had some food. You well, so, basically, once we decided that it was pretty much going to be raining, uh, got rid of my suit. I went on Instagram live and I was just kind of going on Instagram. I was talking to some people. Everyone was like, Hey, what's going on? And then Alex and James were in James's bus and they were like, come over, come over. And then James's wife, future wife, Becky texts me, Oh, you got to come over. So I was like, all right, looks like I'm going to go over to James's bus. In I go, and like you know, everyone's on the couch. We got blankets. It's nice. That you know, we nice. Got Marcus Erickson's there with his lady and Marcus's trainer. We got Alex, his dog. We got Becky, James. <laughs> we got Fiona, and me. And we were just sitting out. Sounds like a honestly crowded trailer. Found Lion King. Lion King was on. So o- OG Lion King. Okay, original Lion. Like no, it's on like TNT or oh, something. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, 
man, it was so nice. It was like, you know, 7 in the afternoon, 7.30, lights were dim. <laughs> we were just watching Lion King, having a couple sour cream chips. Like, man, your sounds way It was great. It was so nice. And and then we started grilling. Grilled some vegetables, and they grilled meats. Obviously, I don't really eat meat, but it was it was a nice little uh, nice little run. It was great. Man, that sounds like a pretty it good... It was so comfortable. Honestly, we were like, man, like, do we really need to go racing tonight? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> And sure enough, the crazy thing is, we had all this nice time hanging out together, yeah. and we still ended up going racing, which yeah. is like crazy. So. And most of you guys had a good day, actually. Yeah. Everybody you talked yeah. about, yeah, it was all it was all kind of fun. No, James actually, he was so into it. I swear, after the he because you know he was on yeah, the yeah, we were at, we were at James's pool yesterday too for a little bit oh, hanging out. What, what is today? Tuesday? Never mind. Sunday. Yeah, I mean, Sunday we were at James's pool a little bit hanging out. He's about to get married, so he's stressed. You know, they got a lot, a lot of work going on. Yeah, there. I know. Well, they yeah, that's uh, that seems like a lot. I just, yeah, I just did that. It was hard. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot. It's of, wild. I'm huh? getting married. It's it's probably a little bit big. I'm, I'm sure his is going to be a little bit bigger than mine. A little bit crazier. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna guess. <laughs> I'd say so. I'm gonna guess. But no, that sounds like a very lovely. Uh, it was wonderful, Ro- wonderful rain delay. Honestly. Joseph Joseph was throwing the football around with his team. Good trying, for them. Trying to think who else was That's doing what winners do doing yeah. anything fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I uh, I talked to Colton about his why he cut off his hair. Oh yeah, why did that happen? Hot. It yeah, it was a little warm. It was gonna be hot. <laughs> gonna be hot. There that, you go. That's what he said. And that he, makes sense. You know, Colton. He said the funny thing about hair grows back. Yeah. So he'll have it. The flow will return at one point. But no, he and uh, he and George kept me entertained for a while. Um, so they were fun. That's funny. So, yeah, it was a good time. All right. So, um, I mean, so we'll, I guess oh, we'll have questions about this, but I want to, I mean, they're going to ask you about what it was like to uh, to, to race at midnight. But yeah. jo- All right. We'll get to there later. Joseph Paul. This was J- quite funny. I had to respond to this immediately I saw on you Twitter did. because I was like, come on, You got man. your private planes, Connor yeah. Daly. Uh, Big PJ life. Jay Hall, 1455. I saw that Connor was on what appeared to be a private flight to <laughs> Iowa. Nope. How did that happen? Does Connor pay for a ticket? Is it covered by the team? How does all that work? Two. Did Connor Collin considering Frucci jumping the last restart? Start with uh, your private. About that. Start with your private plane. Uh, no. So here's the C-1. thing. So I, so I was actually, thankfully, like I was at an appearance in Florida for my uh, for mankind diabetes um, at the Friends for Life conference in, in Orlando, and so thankfully, like as part of our part of our appearances, like as part of the Andretti team, um, they actually book us like first class travel, which is great. So very nice. Anytime we have to do an appearance with the team, uh, Andretti, they they booked the they booked the flight as first class. So I was actually on my way back from the appearance. I went Orlando to Charlotte and then Charlotte to Iowa. And so in Charlotte, that's why you with Power was on the flight. Yeah. Almondinger was on the flight. Dylan Welsh was on the flight. Everyone from NBC. Yep. Uh, um. So so yeah, I happened to be in first class. Yes. Was it a private plane? Absolutely not. It was American flight. Whatever. 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 And. Um, and yeah, and and obviously Will Power was in first class as well, of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, thankfully the Andretti team was covering that, and then uh, oddly enough, the Andretti team basically covered my travel to Iowa so I could drive for Carlin. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Carlin, and then Carlin obviously got me back to Indy. So oh, okay, so you weren't flying private Andretti or not private uh, first class Andretti on the way back. No, I was. It was still part of the appearance because I was technically there like, and back. Well, yeah, I flew there from Indy, but like on my return trip was so, I happened to return to Iowa. So Carlin didn't have to pay for you to get out there. No, they pay for your hotel room, I assume. Well, yeah, obviously everything else, you know, okay. expenses. But still, are it's nice. yeah, yeah. So this bucks. is honestly racing financials are like it's like a jigsaw puzzle. You have to fill out like an expense report on all that stuff, or do you just like? Yeah, no, I do expense. I, I have I have like right now on my desk at home, which is my kitchen table. 
Uh, I have like four different receipt piles, <laughs> and this is I. I honestly spent all of Monday sending invoices, calculating um, expenses, like doing the busy work that people don't do. Nope, you know, what I, mean? drivers don't do. I do it all, uh, and it was whew, I not it. fun. It was Expens- the worst thing ever. But I. But I feel like worst. I'm making money. You know what I mean? Yeah, you are. I, I still owe you an invoice. I think you not do. you, but like this. I, yeah. I. I don't even. I don't even know how to. Invoices are my least favorite things to do. I. But gosh, do I got to get it done? You do because getting paid is an important part of very this, important. Of this I got to live. You know. Yeah. I got to uh, pay back my investors. You did call out. You already talked about. For, did you? Yeah, wait, did you, my spotter called out. Say, you, yeah, you, my right? spotter called him out, and then I was like, uh, "Yeah, how did that happen?" Did you talk to? Him? <laughs> did Will say anything? Because you talked to Will on the plane. Did he say I, the same thing? No, I only went there with Will. I didn't go. I didn't fly home with Will. Oh. I only went to Iowa. But I text Will Power, and honestly, uh, he might have changed his number because <laughs> I realized <laughs> the last time I had text Will Power was 2017. I so, see. so I the text went to green, and I assume that means he's changed his number. So he never responded to me. Okay, but yeah, but it doesn't did, matter. Well, did cares? anybody else talk to you about that restart or no? No, because I we all just wanted to leave. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, you guys were like you can't change it. I was like, I just wanted to get the heck out of there. Man, I went to the pit lane, or I mean, uh, the garage, start interviewing you guys. Yeah, you were all gone. Nobody but the podium people were there. Yeah, you which were... makes sense. Oh, I know. I didn't even see Sage after the race. He had because he was on Marco's plane home. So like, I have no. Oh. I, I was like, where's Sage? Gone. Gone. Oh, oh yep. Yeah. Right, no, you guys. It. Like I said, I was trying to do some interviews, and I got a couple people, but everybody was taken off. Like only the people that like the like, Spencer and Veach kind of lingered because I think they had good races and things like that. But yeah. Anyway, I think everybody <laughs> was had spent enough time in Iowa for for a day, so they were ready to go home. Exactly. David P. Queen at Fastest33. Uh, oh, no, not at. Hashtag Fastest33 at CarSDS2078. Happy for R.C. Anderson to get announced at number 31 for Mid-Ohio. What do you make of his open-wheel career path slash trajectory? Do you suspect his loyalty to Carlin will be rewarded long-term? This seems like it's directed to you. Do you think so? Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your opinion. Uh, this is your podcast, too. What do you make of his open-wheel career path? Track? I think he's been... Fight- You're a media member. I think, he, I think he's been fighting to get back to IndyCar racing full-time for a long time, and I think that this is a good way to go. He had a great sponsor. It looked like in the beginning of the year, Coda, but the CBD thing was a little yeah. bit up in the air, and I don't know... Well, I know the story behind that, So, but I can't share it. Why not? CBD's, a, CBD's okay now. No, that is okay, yes, but there's there's a lot that goes into these relationships, and you know, sadly, it's not there with him anymore, which is oh. a shame. Did, did somebody take it? No, no, no one took it. Nope. No, oh, they, but they, it, it's they, just you know, there's always more than you know people just going away, right? It's, it's there's always you know these 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 deals are hard to make happen. It's tough to you know put two and two together. And thankfully, you know that Lucas Oil Racing School that his dad runs right. looks great. I mean, honestly, I mean that's I mean if you're going to go to a racing school, that's where you go. Okay, you know what I mean? Which is, and they got great cars and great tracks they go to. So that that's that's a great deal. And that will be who is sponsoring him this weekend in Middle Absolutely, Ohio. Yeah. And so that's a very cool deal. And do I suspect his loyalty to Carlin will be rewarded long term? I mean, Oof. again, it's one of those things where I think that again, you're talking about you, you bring money. Well, let me tell you, if loyalty was going to get you a ride, I would have ten rides. <laughs> Because I have been loyal and tried to hang out with every single team I've ever driven for, and loyalty doesn't get you a single thing. I so, like that you, to- you told me to answer that question, and I think you answered it perfectly. Yep. So I'm going to leave it by. Because I, I, <laughs> I, if, if, if he's got money, Carlin will keep giving him a ride. Absolutely. That's, I mean, they need that right now have, on that 31 car uh, badly. So that's what they're going to look for. So I think he, could we see him again at 
uh, Monterey or Portland or what am I missing? Is that it? Yeah, there's only, yeah, the only potential three. is there. Yeah, then he could be back. So, yes. And, again, he did try to drive with them earlier this year. They seem to like him. He tested very well at Coda. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I think they'll um, – again, I don't think it's about loyalty. I think it's about bringing money and being a good driver. And I think we'll see – you know, we'll see more from RC this weekend. Absolutely. IndyCar UK at IndyCar UK has got two questions. One, have you thought about making this podcast that is released every 24 hours rebrand as the ILO Daily? One – I think doing an every 24-hour podcast would be that sounds terrible. too much. <laughs> I don't think we could do that. Um, the Aiello Daily is an interesting name, but otherwise, no. Uh, huh. Sorry. Serious Love question. It. 2019 season has seen a quarter of their events without a title sponsor. Six of the rest are split between Firestone and Honda brands. Should tracks be encouraged to take a lower amount to make sure IndyCar have new brands associated with the series, or is it consistency of these sponsors slash brands preferential? All right. What do you think? I mean, it's I, um, <laughs> it's a little bit confusing question. I mean, I don't think an, an event needs a title sponsor. I think it basically like these events are set up already to make money, right? right. So like they're they wouldn't have the event if they weren't making money. I think the the title sponsor is basically just a bonus. So you know, if they can land a title sponsor, awesome, that's great. But it's not necessary for it to go forward. No. Um, I think when you have like NASCAR with the, you know, the Bass Pro Shops NRA special at, you know, wherever the heck it is next weekend, um, you know, that's great for them. But like they also are just a totally different environment, a totally different, um, you know, brand essentially. So Yeah, I said it's good. Like, I mean, Iowa used to be the Iowa Corn 300 and they lost that, but... Um, I don't think I said, I don't think that's like, I don't think the survival of Iowa is dependent on bringing back another sponsor. I could be wrong, but I don't think it is. I don't think that's what they're going for, but I guess to answer your question. Yeah. I mean, I think they'd love to have title sponsors. We see as many races. You, if you can get them, that's great. Um, Indy 500 got a presenting sponsor. So, you know, that's for just a little extra money and a little extra exposure for those guys. But, uh, yeah, Firestone and Honda do a lot. Chevy's done a lot with the, you know, with Detroit. There's what does Chevy only have those two? Are they only the Chevy Detroit so. Grand yeah, Prix? I think so. Okay. But that's, I mean, you got another couple there. So, no, I mean, I don't know. I lost my train of thought on this. We're going to move on to the next question. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Stephen King. We would love more sponsors in every area. Exactly. Yeah. Every sponsor, yeah, including this podcast. So, Stephen King, at Stephen V. King, does the mental exhaustion of finishing at 1.30 a.m., 2.30 Eastern time, compare to that of running three-plus hours at the 500? Um, that's for you. I yeah, so honestly, I, when I got out of the car, I was like, what time is it? I, I had no idea. And they were like, yeah, like 1.30, 1.45. I was like, oh, well, that's pretty late. Were you exhausted? Or- uh, no, because the adrenaline takes over, right? Like, it, do- it doesn't matter if it's, I mean, that's why people do the Rolex 24, right? You're, you're getting in the car at 4 a.m. doesn't matter. You're like, yep, here we go. I'm yep. ready to go. You know what I mean? So, so you were able to come out of your Lion King, like, nice yeah, grill no, out. I mean, yeah. you're just sitting there. You just want to race. You want to get going. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, the mental exhaustion, you know, that, yeah, that wasn't, it wasn't a big issue, thankfully, but it, you know, it, it would be nice to run slightly earlier, but, uh, but I think, you know, I think it was pretty cool. To, yeah, there's to, nothing they could do. I, be, actually, I thought know, I always did, a, when we were. I always did a pretty good job drying that track as quick as I could. Yeah, they did a great job. I mean, you had it's, those It's weepers. hard work. That was it's tough. tough. It's tough. But, uh, no, they did a good job of getting everything ready and getting you guys on track. I don't think anybody wanted to come back the next morning. 
I don't think. I mean, did, would you have liked to run at 11 a.m.? Absolutely the not. Okay. None of us wanted to stay there. No one wanted to do that. And <laughs> Absolutely no one, none of and us. And then the worst case scenario would have been having to come back at like August or oh, mid-Ohio. I mean, I mean after you would have had people like not even, they just cancel it. <laughs> no, I was talking to some guys at Andretti and they were like, no, no, yeah, no, no, absolutely we're, we're not coming yeah, back. Get yeah, us so out of here. I think when you guys got to 150 laps, everyone was very excited. Yes. Official race and it's done. If the rain comes, there's no returning. Done and dusted. It's, it's not that, that people don't like Iowa. It's that no, it's, it's, a, it's, it's ex- brutal. It's and, expensive. Yeah, three it's, weeks in a row. I mean, you got to go to Mid Ohio. You know, people. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that, going on. that was kind of the that was kind of why I think everybody was pretty determined to make sure that yeah. race got in that night. <clears throat> All right, you get the easy B. Yep, B deck seventy five. Who is the one driver on the track he is most cautious around? Um, hmm. You got a list in front of you. You know, yeah. Realistically, you know, can't I? I, I wouldn't really trust Bourdais. Uh, don't really trust, um, uh, you know, Kanan will always chop you. I like, I like Kanan, but he'll always chop you no matter what, but we sort of just know that. Um, and then, you know, other than that, it's just basically, uh, you know, Ryan, Ryan, you know, he, even though he's my teammate, like I think Ryan, uh, is, is very, you know, as you should be, you know, very much, um, doesn't really care about you or okay. what or wherever you are, you know, because even Ryan wasn't even on the same lap as me, and the guy was, you know, there there was some issue. I had I had a really tough time trying to try really to pass he was giving him. you a hard time, huh? Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, I get it. Like you can't lose big track time, and 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 that's you know, it is what it is. But I think I think Ryan is it, Ryan is very uh, he'll definitely voice his opinion with you, obviously, if if you're in his way, right? So that's you know that's something that happens. Um, but you know, you can always trust Ryan. Like I'll always remember racing with Ryan at Texas in 2017 for like 30 laps in a row, side by side, wheel to wheel. And, and you I was like, guys, this is crazy. You, you know what good. I mean? This is wild. But, uh, but yeah, usually Canon, Bourdais, hard to trust. Um, other than that, you know, it is what it is. Who do you really like racing with? I actually like racing. Uh, I like racing with Alex. Uh, I like racing with Joseph. Joseph is very smart and Scott obviously guys who are very good because yeah. it doesn't because they are so situationally aware they're yeah. not desperate and they know what's going on so I, I really like racing with those guys a lot some guys would probably not say i mean guys like wickens and sato and some of the guys that had some frustrations with rossi last year would say the opposite yeah but i yeah and and to be fair i i, I yeah I, I haven't seen that okay alex and i actually almost had a coming together in iowa we, we really? were like yeah because i i had pitted and i had come out of the pits and i'm on like these heaters of outlaps trying to you know take advantage of clear track yeah i caught alex i go to pass him on the inside he's trying to pit so i'm on the inside Ooh. he's like swerving left and i was like oh no here's this <laughs> what's gonna happen is he gonna back off and i was like i should back off because i'm not fighting for the championship but it was like it cost me a lot of time and he he called me afterwards he's like dude yeah sorry about that like i had to pit i already missed it once and i was like oh, i know but i was like i was on the inside and like i don't know so you did you did like did that thought cross your mind like i should alex needs this in a way yeah no i mean i i was like why am i i mean i didn't want to back off because yeah, yeah. i was making something don't work and i lost either. a lot of time yeah but I mean, yeah, I mean, Alex, you know, Alex is Alex. He's fighting for the championship. And I was like, oh, it just, it, it's happening so fast though. It's like, why is this happening? Why is he coming down on me? And it's like, oh, he's got a pit. Yeah. And like ah, the pit lane is so hard to well, get you don't to. Get that, so. you, do you not get that from the spotter? Honestly? No, because I was, I was, I mean, I, I was, I was running two seconds a lot faster than him, right? I just come cool. out on new tires. So like he's so, on old tires. So there's like, nothing that your spotter can do. Slow. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, unless he's a, can tell the future. Okay. You know what I mean, yeah. Okay. 
Well, I didn't know if some of these guys. I mean, because they're listening to the radio a lot. Of, I didn't know if they know those no, guys are going it, to the pit. It, it, you catch people so fast when you're when they're on old tires and you're on new tires. You know what I mean? Okay, Donnie Green at Donnie Green. This might, I don't know. You can do this one yourself if okay. you want. Go ahead. Give me the odds, zero to ten, that Connor races at Gateway. I know he has a race that weekend, but he's pretty solid at Gateway. Yeah, we're still up in the air on that. <laughs> so if zero to ten, you're putting a five on it. You put it right down the middle, or are you going to put it higher? I can't judge. I can't give you a number. I'm going to put it higher. I'm going to put it at at least seven and a half. Oh, okay. That's where I was yeah. going. I was going to put it. I would say seven and a half. I mean, I really want to do Gateway. I miss racing at Gateway. That's my one of my favorite tracks on the schedule. Uh, I really feel like I, I I really wanted to win there in 2017. So you never know. I have my setup from Gateway too, and stored away in my computer. So. I'm ready to use it. That I believe should we, was should we use it? Foyt's best result that year? Oh yeah, it's Fourth? been Foyt's best result until Lace tripped over a result at the Grand Prix. Well, you finished what? Fourth or fifth? I finished fifth. Oh, yeah. He finished fourth at the Grand yeah, Prix. Yeah, okay, he so, finished fourth. At the so Grand he Prix. got you. Okay. Yep. <laughs> you, yeah. Giving him no credit on that. Yeah. Though. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. I didn't strategy my way to fifth. I drove my way to fifth. <laughs> I we're moving on. Earl Gasford, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Racer yeah. 19. What was the problem with Marco? Yeah, I mean, what, I don't know what, what happened. Yeah, that was tough to see because he's um, he's a race winner at Iowa. Yeah, and great, he had a great start too, but just looked looked uncomfortable the um, whole day because he qualified 18th, which again wasn't I. Yeah, he's been qualifying the top 10 or anything, but I thought he'd be better than 18th. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I don't know that that it's it's tough to say. I mean, if your car is not right at Iowa, it's the worst time you can ever have, and you okay. look like an absolute gypsy. Um, because I've been there, 2016. I mean, I, I I we had to be parked. I mean, like it's it's it. I I've been there. I know what that's like, um, and it sucks. So you know, I, I we know obviously Marco can do. You know, Marco's won there before. He gets it. Um, so yeah, tough, tough place for sure. I can't, I mean, if I you was, just miss it by a little bit, I mean, that's, yeah. that's it. I was know? stunned. Honestly, when they black flagged him, I was like stunned. Yeah. I, that's you know, tough. Marco's had a tough year. Don't get me wrong, yeah, yeah, but yeah. no one expects that for him. No. He's too good for that. Yeah. And, and I, and that team you, is too good for that. So, yeah. I mean, I think Brian and those guys do a really good job. So yeah. I, I'm, was generally stunned, but yeah, you haven't talked to him or he hasn't been able to. No, I, well, I texted him afterwards. I said, "Hey, man, sorry you had to go through that." Because honestly, there was at, at one point he on that crazy restart where Santino went around about eight hundred people. Yeah, I had a great run, and and Marco was right there, and it was just like oh, I, I just I just got held up you in that situation. Yeah, but I get it. I mean, the guys, you know, the guys a sitting duck, and 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 that was a, a, a shame. Um, so, you know, he said, yeah, I sort of feel like, you know, he, he didn't feel great after that one. No, so. he's, uh, I mean. But that's, you know, he's got, you know, he's got another chance this weekend to go out there and, and make it happen. He does. He posted he'll be in the Thankfully. United Uni first. Uni first. Uni first. Yeah. Yeah. Uni good for first. them. That's good for them. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I didn't get a chance to talk to Marco. Yeah. I saw the, I, I tweeted his quote because it was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just kind of said it was a nightmare day and, and Tough. not a lot else you can do. So there you go. Um. I think it's even harder too. I think when you watch your teammates, you know, you get Rossi yeah. and Beach finish six seven. That's gonna yeah, be- but they, I mean, that's for for Andretti. You know, that's 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 an overall struggle for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that so. whole track that they're just not they're not great there. Yeah. So um, we everybody kind of knew this was going to be a Joseph Penske track. So oh yeah, uh, Andrew Stewart at Stubaka underscore six fourteen in NASCAR. Oh, we're gonna get in trouble for talking NASCAR. <laughs> drivers can make a career of driving in the lower series in IndyCar. Once you get to IndyCar, drivers rarely go back. Is that because of sponsor slash prize money or teams constantly looking for the next up and coming driver with budget? It's your, um, it's your question too. Well, I mean, I mean NASCAR has NASCAR's top three series are essentially all professional series. I mean, it's not they're not a junior formula, right? Like you got 
you've got guys who have been in Xfinity, you know, Elliot Sadler for years. And yes, their prize money is way better. There is no prize money in the lights, essentially. I mean, all you do is try and win the championship. And that's, it's very much a feeder series. Like for us, there's, there's no point in us doing that because it's, it's not the same level. There's eight cars, you know, there's, you know, and, and it's just, and there's a, such a difference in speed and, and, and equipment, right? Indy cars are way more technical, way faster than Indy lights. And, you know, Xfinity cars are sort of the same chassis as as a cup car, just different rules and and stuff like that. So, um, and 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 honestly, in trucks, even the prize money is way better than Indy Indy car. Like the, the truck prize money is better than Indy car prize money. So it, it's a different system over there, and um, you know they make it work. And hopefully, Indy car can get back to that level of prize money, and maybe we can make more Indy cars work. Um, nope. But as of now, it's just. It's just not even. It's not even in the question. It's I just believe, not not even worth it to anyone. If I remember correctly, uh, the winner of the truck series race at Texas made more money than yes. Um, who won at Texas? Why am I blanking? Someone who won. Yes. Uh, no. Who won the IndyCar? Dixon? Dixon. Wait, Scott won at Texas. I don't know. No, he won at Texas two I years forget. ago. How do we not remember this? What is wrong with me? Did Joseph win? Yeah, Joseph won. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, he was shooting the guns. Yeah, yeah. he was shooting the guns. Yeah, yeah. so he won more. He's money won than... every race I've been a part of this year, <laughs> except is that except right? For, except, except for Indy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you boy, so you've been a yeah. Pens- so, but Penske every yeah. time, every race Penske's won. Of that's course, in, that's interesting. They've had. I mean, they've had. I know a lot of people like to talk about parody in this series and things like that, but Penske's having an incredible season right now. Yeah, pretty solid. Pretty uh, solid. Seven wins uh, between Joseph and Simon alone, and if Will was. Not having some of the luck that he had, I think he would have won a couple of these too. So it's been a really, really, really good year for Team Penske. Uh, okay, uh, let's see the next carry at KK IndyCar. Besides Rossi, are there any other drivers whose contracts end this year? When does RHR's, RHR's contract end? Okay, so first that's, of all, that's a you question, right? IndyCar has you know all these details. No, I mean that's one of. The, I mean, I know some, but I, <laughs> I, I said it's IndyCar has notoriously keeps their contracts secret. I guess so, because they're embarrassing. Well, there's that. <laughs> our but salaries don't exist. Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, if you look at like the NFL or something like that, you know exactly how long it's a guy crazy. has signed for yeah, it. And, and how much know, money they're making. Exactly. You know everything. Uh-huh. So, But IndyCar keeps it all pretty quiet. Um, we knew Simon was up at the end of the year, but obviously I think that's been re- reworked, and he'll be back with Penske. Um, I think RHR, uh, I believe, has another year on his deal. I believe RHR has another year on his deal. Yes. I believe Marco has another year on his deal. So does Zach. Zach has another year Zach on his deal. year two of a three-year deal. Oh boy, we could go through the whole list. I think um, I think Spencer was only signed for one year with yeah, Ed. Spencer's only one year, uh, so Spencer's contract would be up. Uh, Graham signed a eighteen year deal with Ray Hall the other last year. Yeah, I don't think Graham's. I'm, going. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I think Seb works one year to year with those guys, but I think yeah. I talked to Dale though. I, I asked Dale in Iowa. I was like, "So you guys set for next year?" He's like, "Yeah, I think we are." Yeah. So well, I think Dale's, if, Dale does one year deals, but yeah, he's he's set. Seb and Fruit are coming back. It sounds like yeah. Tony's got another year on his contract technically. Yeah. But I think they're re. Uh, yeah, no, no, maybe it was Tony. I think is it was a third year option. I think yeah. Foyt usually does one year deals until they until me and then they didn't <laughs> until after me and then they're like yeah we'll sign these guys to two years that's cool they got I, some money i think mateus well yeah mateus's contract's up at the end of the year yep pretty sure i should say yeah and then you know then foyt's gonna hire elio to be teammates with Kanan, so that'll be hilarious no comment yeah. uh <laughs> Mar- marcus is on a one-year deal but looks like he'll be back mm, I, I don't know no 
You see they're testing Nazar or something. I heard they're testing Sam Bird as well. They're testing two guys this week, yeah, yeah. but I didn't know. I didn't, it was, oh, was, was it really? I think I heard Sam Bird and Felipe Nazar, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Which, yeah, you're going to, because none of us Americans know what to do, so might as well go out outside of the country and bring in people. <laughs> to be fair, they don't Ridiculous. have any Americans on that team. Nope. We got Hinch and and the Swedish man. So sad. Um, let's see, I'm trying to look through this list. Felix is on a two-year deal. So he'll be back, probably. I mean, as long as Chip doesn't change his mind. I believe Will signed a multi-year deal last year with mm-hmm. with Penske. Oh, boy. Colton's on a one-year Colton's deal. Colton's the only one who's like a big a big mover right now. You never know what could happen with Colton. He's been getting calls from a lot of people. Yep. But I heard him this weekend say something to the effect of, ideally, he'd be back with, with Steinbrenner. There you go. So there you go. Um, he could go th- be misleading you, but you never know. Well, I wasn't even talking. <laughs> so I just kind of overheard. Yeah. But anyway, uh, do we go through everybody? Who did they Takuma miss? Sato can do whatever he wants. Sato, those guys, I've talked to those guys. They're negotiating yeah. a new contract, but I, yeah, they're, they're, they're coming back. He's, he's, not going he's had a really good year. He brings yeah. a lot of money. It's all been, it's all been yep. it's all good. I, I think we hit just about everybody, right? So, yeah, the silly season could not be that silly. It might just be average. You've been predicting very much silly things, too. A lot well, of change. you never know. Okay. No, no, no. I, I mean, I'm still going with mad predictions here. But, okay, good. But, yeah. Mean, anything you can tell us? Anything, anything nope. bold, bold and fun? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. You could do the next one, then. Um... For Connor, Rayan Panther at Rayan Panther One. When is it best to talk to a driver if you don't want to bother them? <laughs> this is a fan, I assume. Uh, I know sometimes it looks rude when fans catch yep. someone on the run. Um, you have always been approachable, even a few years ago at Mid Ohio with the infamous canal swimmer uh, Pat McAfee. Um, <laughs> oh, that's what that was. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, honestly, it's tough because. Uh, I mean, I don't mind. I'm. I, I mean, I don't do anything. So anytime is really good for me. But it, but there are sometimes, obviously, when drivers are like, if they come out of the trailer, they probably have to go somewhere. Yep. And so we're just trying to stay on schedule, right? So like, if people if people do have to go, like it's only because we literally have to go. And, and like for me, I will I will stay around and hang out and do whatever I can. But like, at Indy is always the one for this type of stuff because Indy there's crowds everywhere all the time, yep. and everyone wants to talk and do something. And I like that. I respect that. But like, we genuinely do have to get to like sponsor appearances or, or something. The people that are make, giving us the chance to drive, there's yeah. something that we have to do. So it is it is hard to uh, get to everyone. But usually, you know, if it's a big gap in between sessions, you know, that's probably the best point. If it's if it's closer to a session, you got to expect that drivers are about to be going somewhere. Yep. Um, so yeah, any any time you're in the middle of a big downtime is usually the best time. I think they're. I the one time I tried to I wish fans wouldn't stop you guys is when you're on your like bikes yeah because that's the time where you're clearly going somewhere yeah yeah I mean, if we're on the bike we're trying to get somewhere yeah. but you know I, I I get it it is you know we we, we obviously need to interact with I try not to like but I saw I saw I saw Tony on the bike the other day and I was like hey can I get you real quick he's like I got to go way in yeah but meet me over there you did yeah. yeah exactly so I did and that was fine but that you you can usually ask too and I think yes. you guys usually say hey you can if you usually catch, ask yeah. you catch me at this time I'll be happy to talk and whatever there are some drivers though obviously who will not do that they they want to get out of there and and I and I don't really understand that Neither if I'm I. totally honest but. There are drivers who will be less kind. I will say sure. 90, 95% of the time I see a driver ask for an autograph, they usually give it. Yes. Or talk. There's oh, for sure. Yeah. Rarely do I see guys walk away. And if they yeah, do, no one's Yeah, no one's getting out of there. No. So I think most of the time it's pretty good. And I think IndyCar has a pretty good reputation for that. Yeah. All right. Sharon Brochen at Sharon Brochen. Congrats on a great race this weekend. That's for you. What do the drivers do during a long rain delay? Do they go back and nap or just hang out and blow off steam? What is going through your mind when you have a red flag delay like you did this weekend in the middle of the race? Well... As you Connor told you, you watched a movie, yeah, grilled some food, 
I, it's one of those things though. You don't really. That the thing about a rain delay here is that you don't really know how long it's going to last. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't. And, and honestly, here, here's my opinion about that first red flag too in the race. Yeah, the track was still wet in three four. They, they <laughs> like, let me tell you, they knew that was so sketchy. We started that race, and I was like, "All right, one two is cool. Here we go, three four. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's so slippery!" Like it was literally like the car was loose. But it was sliding the whole time, and you like. Did they say anything? To you guys? It was so sketchy. No, they didn't say anything. To I us, thought they'd like, tell you, be like, "Hey, just be a little careful. You go to dry it no, off as you because, go." Like I went through there, and I was like, mm, "I think this is still wet," and like you could tell everyone was really struggling with it. But like I, I had, you know, we had made some progress. We were up to twelfth or something, but like it was very scary driving through three four before that first red flag. Afterwards, it was much better. I think they cleared up the weeper a little bit, but man, that was tough. Is that the worst, though, by sitting in the sitting in the car during a red flag? It's pretty much the worst. I, yeah. It looks like you guys are having a terrible time. It sucks. I mean, you don't have to do anything. You just sit there. I mean, and no one's allowed to touch you, so thankfully, oh, well, we get a fan, thankfully, which was great. Yeah. But realistically, you're just sitting there and just thinking about life and what it's about to happen. You know Somebody I mean? asked during the race if you think it's – like they should change the rules and let you guys work on the cars during a red flag. Right? I don't think so. No, you like keep keep the spirit yeah. of the race or whatever. Yeah, I mean, because you know that that could you know it, it could ruin someone's day or it could you know totally make someone instead of ruining their day. Then you know then it's a good that's a good thing. This was a big topic of conversation at Alabama last year when they red flagged the whole race and then had to come back the next day and then yeah, yeah they tough. let some people work on the car. They didn't let others. Oh no, they didn't. I'm sorry, they didn't let anybody work on the car. And there were some people that were like really upset. Yeah, like Will had a like Will would get crashed. Well, that's a gray area. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. That was a weird one to have. That's to something out. they got to fix. Uh, good question though, Sharon. Thank you. Yes. Con- Connor Clinkenbeard at C Clinken. What's the issue people have with Ferrucci? Well, we just yeah. I get I get he was a jerk in Europe, but all I've seen this year is a great interview and really solid driving, but impressive in my opinion. Um, uh, so yeah, we obviously discussed a lot of that. Yep. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I think I think people have a lot of issues that they don't voice, right? But I will be the guy on the internet who will probably voice it. Um. And you know what? The uh, yeah, until I think at Iowa as well, though I think he was inches away from having a big crash with a lot of people, um, and that will happen at some point. And maybe after that, you know, there will be like a moment of like, all right, you know, I understand that. Okay, maybe this is the limit, right? Because yeah. crashes at ovals hurt a lot, yeah. and like you sort of think about that. Um, I don't think he's crashed at an oval. Yet. No, no, obviously not. So I don't think he is. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, again, impressive moments for sure. Doing his job, uh, you know, great rookie year at Indy, um, you know, doing his thing. So, uh, yeah, I think there's more more, more so, <clears throat> you know, issues with, with stuff that, you know, have gone on outside of the, the deal. And, and at some point, you know, flipping off all the Carlin drivers, you know, that's not awesome. Yeah. Um, but, again, these things happen. You know, Alex is waving his hands at people at Indy. You know, we're all going to get emotional yep. as drivers. Um, so yeah, so we'll see. I will say just to, for the, yeah, my if you po- listen to the beginning of this podcast, you know, for sure. For my part of it, I've never had an issue with him. I'll just say that. Yeah. I've, I, he's always go. been good to me and to the star and to the people I know, but you know, like I said, there's other stuff and I respect your, uh, that's an interesting say, take on, on the way Americans drivers are looked at in Europe. So yes. All right. At, this is Kendra at Ken J. Kenj Lee. How will how will or has climate change impacted the sport? This is an interesting question. Have there been talks of moving races such as the Indy 500 to March or September so it's cooler? What about St. Pete? Is it if St. Pete is underwater? Well, if St. Pete's underwater, you probably have to move that race. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's been discussed too much. The climate change. How much do you know about climate change, Connor? Uh, I don't really care. <laughs> 
All I know is it's hot when it's hot and it's cold when it's cold. Well, it's getting hotter, I feel like, uh, more often. It is pretty warm out there, um, but you know what? We're going to have to deal with it. There are still, you know, places in the world that's hotter. You know what I mean? Abu Dhabi, Dubai, those there's some tracks over there that are pretty hot. I was talking to I've raced in Bahrain and, 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 and Hungary when it's, you know, super, super freaking hot. So Tony was saying, having come up in Brazil, though, that first day at Iowa, he said this was hotter. And like he said even like the, the humidity of Brazil sometimes, like that Iowa, yeah. that first day of practice was that hot. Yeah, it it was Iowa the day of practice. Like I got out of that session, second session and walked back, and I was like, I was breathing hard. I was like, this is uh, I, this is crazy. So, oh yeah, I went to ask you. Forgot you have only one fire suit. Did you get a chance yeah, to like, dry cl- dry clean that thing or no? <laughs> no, obviously not. I only got one suit. Trying to get another one, but you know that's hard. So that huh. was you had to put on that smelly one for the second. Oh yeah, the race? yeah, I dried it out there. I hung it out there in the sky oh, there you in go. the day. Okay. Yeah, in the global warming. I meant to. <laughs> Okay. What about when St. Petersburg is underwater? That sounds like a bit like, you know, we're waiting on aliens. So that's I, a bit of a conspiracy. I don't think St. Petersburg is going to be underwater in the next hundred years. Well, <laughs> take that back. So we don't have to worry about that. All right. Lee. If St. Pete's underwater in five years, we got a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of issues. Well. But I'm all in on aliens. So, you know, never mind. There Maybe you that go. could happen. We're, right, we're going to go. Con- we'll do a conspiracy theory podcast at one yeah. point. Uh, Lee. Lee. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, at RVER53 Rover, I guess. Uh, any word on racing the Roval at Charlotte Motor Speedway? Highly doubt that will happen. Not that I've heard. Um, very unlikely. But you know what? Let's do it. Why not? We talked about it. Let's go racing east if we can. Yes. Because we don't do a lot of racing east. Yes. So, But I don't think the Roval. I haven't heard anything about the Roval. No, I haven't either. Uh, and at A. Hiloski. How much do drivers listen to the engine, the engine note versus looking at the visual shift indicators on the steering wheel when shifting? Uh, it's all about the visual indicators because um, the engine sounds the same, <laughs> essentially. Really? So yeah, we're just we're looking at the you know we've got a light that will tell us when to downshift and when to upshift. So um, you know ovals, it's super important to be in the right gear. And at Iowa, you're shifting gears you know eight times Constantly, a lap, like yeah. it's crazy. So are any, a lot anybody's going on there? Anybody's like tech better than you know? Is like Penske's indicators and tech better on that than like a carlin car or no yes well like it, it will yeah i mean there's there's so there's a lot that like teams can develop on their own like teams can build their own steering wheels right but cosworth also offers like a stock steering wheel right um carlin uses like the stock steering wheel compared to the andretti <laughs> software and the andretti steering wheel and there is a lot different this a, is a we, lot different on the andretti steering this wheel. was honestly this was a mclaren um, thing when, when, when fernando yeah. was there testing a texas that was kind of a so yeah there was, there is a lot of different stuff there and honestly carlin will get there hopefully at some point okay. but but as of now it's it's not it's not in the same um you know penske might have better shift well, nor, indicators nor yes. should anybody expect it to be it's penske no, versus, but it, it takes time yeah exactly. there's a lot in there i mean that's that's electrical engineering at a, at a whole different level so is that is that a major advantage or is it just kind of a minor thing nobody, no, it's nobody just really talks things. about it it's just it. for yeah. driver convenience really okay and, and and everyone like do you have do you bring you bring your wheel to everything or do you just have to like adapt to a new wheel every oh whatever the team has yeah, okay yeah i mean i yeah i was using the andretti one and carlin and it's all yep. different okay yep did you like the Andretti one better? Oh, yeah. Okay. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, Kevin at Zippy Fish. Uh, with the new sponsor Connor announced, wanted to know if that is going to materialize into a race or two with Andretti Autosport this year, and if it is a possibility, would it most likely be a road course, oval, or both? Um, so the Capstone uh, ambassadorship, uh, you know, we yeah, we would Capstone guess we would love to obviously turn that into a race, but that... Again, we have to start somewhere, and until there's enough, you know, enough capital in place to move forward with the race, we won't do a race. So, would love to create. Realistically, I think that's more for 2020 for me. We want to try and obviously be full time somehow, and we need to bring people together to do that. 
But um, but yeah, doing stuff with Andretti like as a, as an extra car, it takes a lot of lead in time. Like you, they got to make sure that you know people are set up. They've got the right personnel because they do do things right. Like if they're gonna have an extra car, they're gonna do it right. Um, so so yeah, realistically, the the potential for doing more races with Andretti is narrowing down. Like it's pretty much almost gone. So you know the only like physically the only races that I could do with Andretti are Laguna. Or like if we are lucky, Portland. So, okay, so the last two races, the, the last year. two races of the year are the only two races that are are, are logistically possible for Andretti. So is that we'll is that a lot because any light schedule will be over and they'll have yes. crews to yeah. use for you? Crew people, yeah. yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know if it's just lights, but I assume that's what you'd get. It was a yes. light a lights crew or or you know rally cross people or whatever. Yeah. Okay, and so you're thinking that's it's does it have to be announced soon if that were going to happen or like built soon it's got to be put together very very soon okay yeah i mean but realistically before august <laughs> okay and that and yeah. that's going to fall out on capstone or one of those guys it's to say fall here's on the money to support us okay yeah. yeah that's what it is whether or not it's capstone whether or not it's guests because whether it's not it's the air force whether it's whatever they have the personnel and they have the equipment oh yeah they've got a, it yeah it's about putting it but all. it's about you know getting it all in place to where we can do it right okay well we'll keep it up we'll keep up with yeah. you we'll keep asking Fingers every week crossed. um allison at allison Royo connor when you go out with friends, do they make you drive? We'll start with that one. <laughs> uh, no, no? I, w- I wouldn't dare to drive my Subaru. I wouldn't want anyone in my Subaru because I got no air conditioning in that thing. So, <laughs> and honestly, if you're going out, out like on the town, yeah, let's Uber. Uber. Yeah, let's do the. Okay. Let's good, do the. Good you know, let's for the let's fan. do safe, safe things. All right. Would you consider doing a podcast or reality show with your grandmother? Oh, that would be quite funny. <laughs> um, although that is a sad note because my grandma is not doing great right now. She's, uh, she's in hospice care at my mom's house. Um, but yes, yeah, she, she's had a great run. Um, and she would be hilarious. Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, you know, thinking about her obviously at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Thoughts for her. I'm sorry to hear that. She's, That's right. Apparently she seems like a fun person. Do you she's tweet about her? Lady. I haven't. Yeah, she's been Insta- on my Instagram story a lot. Oh, she's actually, been okay. a big, big star of the, of the internet. Okay, so. good. I'm glad. What is, yeah. what is, what is she, is she Connor's grandmother? What does she go by? Oh, she doesn't have social media. No, no she no. doesn't have it. She's just on there. Oh yeah. Just, okay. Yeah. So you just make her, a, yep. you've made her a star. Oh yeah. Okay. Big Christmas time star. Star maker. Okay. Yeah. Counter thoughts on driver. This is the last question from Allison. Counter thoughts on driver being <laughs> criticized for using their f- full, full first, first names. names. Did, that you, was good. did you see this? Yeah, the Alex Rossi thing. That is very, very funny. Again, huge issue I have with the internet is that everyone's got a voice. No, nope. <laughs> no. I mean, it's great that we can all talk about our opinions, but gosh, there are some dumb people. Well, in the it world, shocks me just, that Alex I even sees something like that. Well, it's it's Alex and Liza. Liza, oh, Liza. Liza <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, Liza's Liza's a big part of his social media presence, and, and so that she, was honestly probably her response. Okay. But but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, let's just go with whatever name you want to be. I will that? say that if Liza does that much tweeting, she does a great job of capturing oh, the, yeah. the Rossi voice. Oh, she does. She's yeah. very good. She's at, good at her job. Yeah, very she's, good at her she's job. Got a very good handle on what Alex Woodger might say. Yes, I think so. That's uh, impressive. Um, she's. Uh, yeah, for those who don't yeah. know, by the way, I forgot to say, I guess we should have introduced that. Uh, somebody on Twitter told Alex that he shouldn't go by Alexander. <laughs> uh, he should just go by Alex. He is named James. This is the guy telling him. Yeah. And he goes by Jim. Jim yeah. And he thinks that's better. And as a guy who goes by Jim, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, but there you go, Jimbo. I also think that Alexander can go by whatever name he wants. And I... Don't you don't you call him Alex anyway? I call him Alex. I've never called him Alexander, just ever. Call, start calling him AR. Or, yeah. yeah. Just do a bunch of fun stuff now. Um, okay. Yeah, I think we, 
I mentioned I asked Alex this one time. I said, "What did you prefer?" Right when he got to the series, and he said he didn't care. So yeah, that was pretty much as far as yeah, that. Alex went. doesn't care at all. I usually write Alexander first or something like that. But anyway, I don't yeah. think he really cares. And uh, but, oh, is it his Twitter handle? Is it Alexander Rossi? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Okay, which that, is the way it's always been. Like in Formula One, he was Alexander Rossi. Yeah, because like it was you know more proper. I think. Okay. Okay, well, there you go for Jim and Allison, and there you go. Yeah. J- Jeff Serzinski at Jeff Serzinski. You mentioned that Texas Motor Speedway that you could not feel the rear end of the car. Did the new Carlin Racing damper package help at Iowa? We did talk about yeah, that. Yeah, so so they didn't have the new damper package. <laughs> so, no, it did um, not help. So it did not help, but 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 we did improve that, yes. Yeah. We, we had more of a uh, – the entry was definitely more stable for me, which is really nice, um, and I was much more comfortable driving the car there, but it, but it was also – it was a different difficulty because that's you know that's an entirely different aerodynamic platform. It's an entirely different setup, even though it is an oval. Um, so yeah, we, we you know we we know what we need to do. I think the the team's done a great job in trying to you know help um, help get me to where you know where I like to drive the car. Um, but realistically, you know, there are still a few things mechanically that we need to do. And so that's, you know, obviously if we had testing, that would be great. But we don't. And you know, if I happen to do any more oval races with them, I think. You know, we again know what else we want to test, and I hope that for the next oval race, yeah, we we can run the Penske package and and, and see what happens. But obviously, that takes time, money, testing, rig testing, you know, simulator testing. So we'll see. Let me ask you, um, starting, I mean, maybe starting back at Harding when you did last year, <clears throat> yeah, when you started filling in, I felt like your reputation as a guy who can develop a program maybe took a step forward i yes. think because you know brian barnard had a lot of positive things to say about you when you were there with harding and then i talked to the guys at andretti and they said the same thing this year and now carlin seems to be saying those same things do you feel like i i'm sure you always knew you could do this but do you feel like your reputation in the paddock has come along as as a guy who can develop a program i don't know to be honest because still when it comes to developing programs no one seems to want to do it <laughs> unless they need unless they're like in yeah. dire need right. right or they or or the or i can substitute so you know, I, I was hoping to build a program at Foyt, and we obviously were doing that. Um, you know, we had a great finish to the season, um, but that wasn't what they wanted. So, you know, clearly we see how that worked out. Didn't work out well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, w- I would love to be able to develop a program with someone. Would love to be able to, um, you know, work with a an engineer and a team full-time and, and, and just continue to do what we're doing. Okay. Um, but, again... I, I apparently, you know, am, have not been chosen for that yet. So okay. we'll see. And I, and I don't think we're, I don't think teams are in a, in a position to either dedicate that time, money, or, uh, or they just, or they don't care. I don't know. Well, they can't. They, or they think everyone can do it. And th- my dad wrote a book about this. I know. Like, I'm very, very familiar with this. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's pretty true when you look at it. No, I mean, and uh, and that's about, just the way it is. I feel like we talk about it in the media all the time. We talk about teams that have guys that can develop a program and teams that yeah. don't. And you, it's pretty obvious to see the teams that do and don't. Yes. So I yeah. wonder if that was something. I didn't know if you'd heard. I don't think it crosses people's minds okay. when they're trying to do business. Okay. Which is a shame. Yeah, it is. If if you're running a race team, you want it to go fast. Well, right? what, you have a guy like, okay. Or you so want it to be technically in a good spot. A guy like Patricio Award, a guy I like. And I do think, but I don't think yes. he's the kind of guy that has the reputation of being able to develop a program. And well, he's also a rookie. Right? Exactly, he's nineteen, time. and yeah. but he needs a guy that I think. I think again, if you were to ideally pair him with somebody else, you'd yeah. say, "Hey, let's pair him with a guy that knows how to bring along a program." Yeah. But I don't know if that's how teams think. And I, I, I don't think they do. Okay, but uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Because he's a kid with a lot of natural speed. Yes, I just wonder. <laughs> if, you know, you you put him in a car with a guy like you who's had. Well, I think experience. Carlin Carlin believes that like. Team managers at Carlin, they believe that Mateus Lace has a lot more than he is showing. 
And I probably agree. At Carlin, they think that? Yes. Okay. But well, they know him he's pretty well. Yeah. stuck yeah. there. Like, you're not... If he can't develop a car and TK can't develop a car, then who's... What are they going to do? Just they're, they're basically just showing up every weekend Spinning hoping that wheels, they've, yeah. done enough, we, they've done enough work yeah. to, you know... To make it happen, I, 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 you know, I, I do think as a driver, TK is obviously super, super talented, but he will openly admit that, you know, technically, you know, he there, there needs to be a good level of technical support there for right. him. So I don't think, you know, having a rookie like Mateus who doesn't really know what kind of technical support he needs or, or what he wants out of a car, because the only Indy car he's driven is a Foyt car. You right. Know what I mean, so yeah, it's hard. That's tough. Tough spot. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I just that was an interesting question. All right, Mags at M Stone, uh, NH. I think that means New Hampshire because it's what yes. the question's about. If you race NASCAR and won New Hampshire Motor Speedway, what would you do with the lobster and lobster trophy? That is a great question. I have no idea. I, I respect that, though. It gets a lot of play on the internet. The lobster trophy? Lobster, yeah. What I mean, you? cool. Giant. I didn't even know lobsters got that giant. So good for them. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't make it or, I mean, uh, eat it, I hope. I don't think I would eat it. I'm a big lobster guy, though. You do Lobster's like Lobster's delicious. Okay. Yeah. But um, I don't think I would eat it. I would maybe I would give it a home. Do you have a? There you go. Do you have a trophy? Do you have a trophy case? Would you put the big lobster trophy in your trophy uh, case? Is yeah, for sure. I don't know. If not the you, live lobster, but no, no. the lobster trophy. That'd yes. be very. That'd be cruel and unusual. Yeah, that would not be great to put the lobster in a live trophy. I case. would put the lobster in a circus because <laughs> well, it is so massive. It is huge. Maybe you make a little money doing that. Maybe you do tour the tour of the country with your lobster. DJ Lunsford at DJ Lunsford. Why do you consider Iowa your worst track, and what makes it more difficult for you versus other ovals? And why is Penske so fast at Iowa? We kind of talked about that. Is horsepower more valuable there, giving Penske Chevy an advantage, or is it more that they have an engineering arrow figured out? So, all right, we'll start with lots the first of one. things there. So, Iowa is my worst track because I've never even finished there. Like, and, and honestly, we've and it's not like we've crashed there. Like, we literally, you know, were parked year one because we were just too slow, and year two, Carlos and I literally just struggled with the car so much that we understeered straight into the wall and just, you know, it was enough to where it's like, all right, yeah, I think we've been to tow link. <laughs> Let's go home. Okay. <laughs> so, so why is know. it, why is it, I mean, gateway being a short oval and you obviously were really good there yeah. with Foyt. What was very different. Why are they so different? So. Yeah. Well, cause gateway, I mean, gateway is like a paperclip, you know, like gateway term one, super high banked, really cool. It's even got road course curves at the apex. Okay. And you know, turn three, four is like, long sweeping less banking so very very different circuit whereas okay. iowa super bumpy right. low quality okay. pavement um you know high bank crazy stuff big big bump track a lot of bumps so i think people when they theorize like hey he's good at ovals he's good at all ovals or no, team's good at no, all ovals. i don't think so and that's not how that works well ride control is super important at iowa okay um and if you don't have a great you know suspension package or platform you know that's really difficult to make happen okay um you know why is Penske so fast as Iowa? Because they have the the best mechanical damper package for sure out there by far. I mean, right. Penske makes dampers. Yep, like that's that's what they do. Well, they <laughs> so, also they also don't like people like I like think the Penske dampers, right? That we can buy that Carlin buy. Those, those aren't the same. Not the Penske. That's what I think yeah. people don't understand. No, no, no. They Very sell damper, damper program or dampers, but they're not the same ones they use no. for their own cars. You look at the Penske dampers that you can buy, and then you look at the big husky things on the Penske car, you're yep. like, mm, that looks different. They're different. So, yeah, very, and, very and different. Roger ain't selling those Roger to ain't selling those to nobody. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so it's just it's just an advantage of being a very, very high-level team and engineering, aero, everything. Okay, next question <laughs> is the one everyone wants to know about. Andrew at Andy Jones 6704 have you gotten a date for Hinge's wedding yet, or are you just going stag? Uh, so we already did. What does stag mean? By yourself. Uh, so here's the problem. 
I can't go to Hinch's wedding. Because, you can't go to Hinch's wedding? No, I'm racing at Road America in their Lamborghini. Oh, okay. Which is terrible. Well, they um, changed dates really on you a little annoying. bit, right? No, uh, they Hinch's did not. Wedding, Hinch's wedding, I mean. No, they didn't change the dates. Oh, somebody said they did. No, not that I know of, because oh, okay. it's still the same weekend. Okay, then I'm an idiot. Um, I, I, I talked to NetJets, which is a partner of the IndyCar series, which is actually a hilarious conversation. I said, hey, man, it'd be really cool like if you guys could do something like a, you know, like a promotional flight. Like We'll do like it's boom. We fly from Road America to Muskoka and then back. So I didn't have to miss any races and I could go to the wedding and like this, like, you know, the IndyCar would love it. The fan base would love it. It'd be a really cool social deal. You know, it's like four hours on a plane, maybe even, you know, there and back, obviously, maybe even less. Maybe it's like, maybe it's like three and a half. Um, and, you know, I was like, just see what you can do, man. I mean, it'd be cool. He was like, oh yeah, that'd be all, that could be really cool. You know, I'll run it by now. And Hey, if I'm doing any more races this year, I'll throw net jets on my helmet. You know, it'd be kind of cool little marketing deal, but everyone's going to feel good about it. It's going to be great. You know, you guys got a lot of customers. It's a great deal. You're, in a, you're a partner of the IndyCar series. So let's help a driver out here. Maybe this is something that's cool. So I get a response. Not so much, huh? Uh, they say, no, but we can offer you. How much? A certain amount of hours for $128,000. And I was like, <laughs> what sport do you think you're talking to? I mean, I was honestly personally offended. 128 like, grand? 120, that's what you offer me? I'm asking for an hour and a half flight to Muskoka to make a wedding. And you guys are offering me some deal for $128,000? I mean, what? He's like, yeah, golfers usually split it up. I was like, yeah, because golfers make a million dollars to finish 40th. Like, I haven't made 128 grand in three years. I was like, I was like, that's more than I've made combined in the last three years. I was like, how is that even possible? So I was very offended by that. It was it was a shame because it seemed like it was a, a great a good idea. idea. Yeah, and honestly, I know stuff is hard to make happen. You can't just get free stuff this year. But I see, pe- I see. Pff- Dumb people getting free stuff all the time yeah, that aren't doing anything with it, but they got a big butt and they got cool Instagram <laughs> followings, so they get free private flights. I'm like, just because I don't look cool in yoga pants and don't have a great Insta, like a million Instagram followers, because I like shake my butt cheeks. Boy, oh, it's just so frustrating. The truth? That's the only reason why I can't get one two hours on a on a small jet. I don't even care if it's got 48 propellers. Just get me there and drop me out of the side of the thing. I want to go to my friend's wedding, but I can't. <laughs> so that's that's my story about James's wedding. You I can't should go try unless... yoga pants more often. <laughs> I should, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I get more Instagram followers. 128. I text James and I said, look at this. And he said, oh my gosh. Is he? Uh, I'm sure he's uh, I'm Just... sure it was a great deal in rich people terms, but I... <laughs> I'm not that. He made it sound like it was like, oh, boy, this is going to be great. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I, I You're talking to the wrong sport. Can, we can we don't even – you would have to win five IndyCar races in a row. No, you would have to win almost the entire season yeah. of non-Indy 500 not IndyCar five, races. Not the 500, yep. So if you make – let's do the math on this. If you make, let's say, 14 grand for winning a normal IndyCar race – Hang on, I'm gonna do the math. Okay. To get to 126, so to get to 128 thousand dollars, eight. Yeah, so let's see. So 14 thousand times six. That's 84 thousand. I think you did eight. So you need you need to win a majority of the season almost yeah. 
to just be able to pay for that in pure prize money. And is that, that is – Oh, no, that's – Oh, that's the wrong sport. I think that's I'm wrong. I'm even short. No, it's nine. I'm doing math yeah, wrong. It's, it's potentially bad. nine – potentially over half of the races, which no one has ever done in the history of the IndyCar season, I don't think. No, Simon Pagino tried a couple years ago. Almost got there. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. that's my story about James. So you can't wedding. go? Nope, can't go. Did you have a date lined up to answer this guy's question? No, I wasn't <laughs> even allowed a plus one. James literally put on in my invite, you're not allowed a plus one. I was like, all right, well, that's a shame. Is that, is that just for you or for just everybody? Just for me. Oh, yeah, everybody else got me. a date? Yeah. Okay, well, that... that. I was going to try and have Sharna as my date, okay. Sharna, because she's going, but obviously that won't work. You've been... I feel like you've been after Sharna for a while. Long time. Great lady. Yeah. <laughs> great lady. It's not worked out? Not yet. Like the Chloe Grace situation? I think she realizes situation. I'm, I'm pretty useless and okay. have no money or <laughs> assets. But anyway, when is Connor starting his own Discord <laughs> server? Just I, I I am on Discord, but I do not have my own server. I don't even know what that means. I'll so. say, wait, for, for the uneducated here and uninitiated. Discord's on the computer. It's like for gaming and stuff like that. Chatting, live chatting to, with people. And talking Does it cost a lot of money? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, it's I heard free. You, you talked to one of our guys about video gaming, didn't you? I did, yes. And you started? I don't know when that's yes. coming out. That should Who be knows? interesting. Yeah. Uh, good. All right. Tony DeZeno, as you know, you know Tony DeZeno. He used to cover IndyCar for NBC. Does Connor's couple endurance race outings, Rolex 24, help him from a mental preparation standpoint, knowing he'd have to race late at night under way cooler conditions? Um, uh, no, yes, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it, for me, it doesn't feel that late. I mean, I stay up late. So, like, that's that's my thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Rolex, I think it just – when you're going racing, right, you have, an, you have a mental um, – you have a mental – outlook on what's about to happen right okay. it doesn't matter if it's three in the morning or 10 45 p.m central time we're going racing and i'm gonna beat the crap out of these guys you know what i mean so yep. that's what you got to do okay and um and you got to be smart doing it so yes it was cooler but realistically we know that that has more grip now the rolex that was 45 degrees now that's cool that's and it's cold. very sketchy yep. so you know we were like 75 degrees so yeah it, it was different for sure um but way cooler is Daytona. Daytona is way cooler at night. Us, we were just like a nice little, nice little afternoon. Yeah, seemed like it was a. Uh, yeah, it didn't seem like anybody was really struggling. I saw Colton Hurdy yawning on pit lane. Saw a few yeah. guys yawning on pit lane. But I think once you get in the car, you're probably fine. I mean, yeah, exactly. Once you're in the car, you're locked in. Doesn't matter what time it is. Here we go. All right, last question because we've been going. We're almost. We're in hour forty five or something like that. So we've yeah. been going. Mark B at seventies rock best. Connor, did your dad encourage you to pursue a racing career, or is it something you always wanted to do? We'll start there. Uh, he did not push it because he wanted to make sure that I wanted to do it. So that's, you, you can't force something on someone and he never did. So that's, that's good. That's good. All right, Connor, you and your mom are racing jet skis today. She does. Wins? She wins. She wins. That, she's better she's, than she's I am. I, better? I can't ride a jet ski worth a, I, I will fly off jet skis. Really? I'm, not yeah, I'm either, terrible. But, yeah. Okay. So she's that much better than you though? Is she really good? Oh yeah. She's a world champion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah My mom was jet ski world champion. Uh, I yeah. forgot about that. Uh, this is last one's for me. This is for you. Jim, how did you get started covering <laughs> racing? Kurt Cavan retired, or not retired, went to IndyCar, so that's how that happened. And then was covering IndyCar, uh, was covering IndyCar love at first race or an acquired taste? No, I mean, I, I loved it from the moment I started covering it, for sure. I, I didn't, I can't say I had, like, the huge background that some of the other people did, but I definitely, um, when I got to my first race, got to, out to the GP and the 500 a couple of years, even before I started covering it for IndyStar, very much enjoyed it. Very much enjoy the access to these guys that you get and, and, and the actual racing. And then my first race as the Indy Car Insider for IndyStar was at St. Pete, and that was awesome a few years ago. Really enjoyed that. Um, that's, a good, that's actually a good initiation race, to be honest with you. That St. Pete was kind <laughs> of – it's a good – I don't know, it's a cool feel. Great race. 
it's a great race. It's a good opening opening day for any sport is always fun. So I enjoyed that. So no, I've been uh, love covering IndyCar and um, yeah, I got covered. Started covering racing like I said, helping out Kurt when he was still here at the Indy Star, and now he's at IndyCar. And so that's that's how that all happened. So beautiful. Thank you. That was my whole story, my biography. Um, I loved that. That was a great way to end, end the podcast. Tearing up, yeah. It's yeah. good. Emotions. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think that's, that's all we got. We've been going for some time. So well, thank you. Got four pages. Of, I think this is a new record for uh, Twitter questions. Yeah, good for the Twitter people. Thank you, still, you for doing that. You're on your phone. Are you yelling at Santino again? Uh, no, IndyCar just posted another Santino Ferrucci video. and I. What did you do? I'm done. We're done with this podcast. What did you do? Good job. <laughs> Good job. You're not going to say anything more? Nope, that's it. You said your piece. Yep. Thanks, Connor. See you guys. Uh, we'll probably do one after Mid-Ohio, and then we'll take a little break, I think, right? Yes. Okay. Well, you're going to be at Mid-Ohio? Yep. All right. I'll see you there. See you guys. Hey.